man. You answered a little too soon, man. Oh, yeah. what you mean? <laughs> well, I was looking at my waves in the in the video. How they look, dog? Damn, uh, shit, you're deep. Am I killing, man? Are you seasick? Huh? I'm, I'm getting a little bit of seasick. <laughs> <laughs> further out of the ocean. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Had a few inspirations. Quarantine yeah, had me. Yeah. I, a, a nice little five, six foot wave right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something comfortable, but you don't get, you won't, they won't take you out of the game completely, but you got to know yeah, what you're doing. Well, unless you're brand fucking new. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, true enough. True enough. True enough. I had some, uh, I had some uh, some inspirations, man. I, I know you know the, know the bro, Brandon. Uh, yes. Yeah, man. I met him, and it was like you could throw a rock in a pond, and it was it was yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. His, I mean, his shit's his, his shit's always been pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, we got Big Dev. Yo, yo. Big What's Dev. Good? How you What's feeling, up, dude? Flair? What up? What up? What up? We were just What's chatting, man. Not, not, what y'all chatting about, man? Not a lot, man. We just we just linked on, man. We was actually I was talking about my waves. I ain't gonna lie, I was talking about my waves. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I told you know, uh, me, man, I'm bald, man. You, you know, t- hey, you took the I, route. I got three girls, so this was this is destined <laughs> to happen, man. When you got daughters, this is destined. You to decided happen. decided just come on home. They say. I was like, you know, I saw the I saw a little bit of. Of thinness, so, you know. I was like, you know what? Since I still have the option, I'm not yeah, gonna be one yeah, of those yeah. dudes that's still hanging on like Baron Corbin. True. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just True. gonna shave it all. I'm still my, be a, still my choice. Your decision. You want to be Tony right. Kornheiser, holding right. on forever. <laughs> that's the way to go. I mean, you see all these doofs walking around like Baron Corbin. Right, yeah, man. Just get rid of it. Yeah. No, it's right. True. Just, just get it. Just get rid of it, man. Just like fuck it. Man. Take, the Take the ownership. Take the ownership. Did you? uh did you have like the, uh, cause like, oh, cause like, I'm used to having, I'm used to having a hairline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, <laughs> did you right. get, did you look in the mirror like, damn, like, did you have like, oh man, I'm getting like, I'm the, the I'm getting old fears or. It, it wasn't that. It was just, you know, since I cut my own hair. Word. So, okay. All right. So I, I cut me and my son's uh, hair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I use that, uh, but you know, that black shit, you know, to cover up. You oh, like the, the, ba- the Beijing? Yeah, right, right. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. sick of doing that shit, man. You know what I'm, I'm like, fuck that, man. You know what? I- I'm done. I'm right. done just having that crispy-ass line right, every time. Right. He's hardly landing on point. I'm done, bro. True. <laughs> Let me cut the expenses. It yes. just, man, true. I'm like, I'm about to go true. get some shaving cream, about to get some razors, and, and I'm about to day. just call clean it a day. shave, my guy. Dude, I feel you, man. And you know what? Because how long you been married? Uh, seven years, but Word. I've been with my wife for fourteen. For fourteen, so it ain't like it ain't like you got nothing to be fighting for. You know oh, what I'm saying? Nah. She's she's good with whatever you do. She Y'all just deci- prefers this now. She there it is. My ball. It was, <laughs> bro. It was. She was like, "Oh, I wish you did this years ago." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out here trying to brush these waves, trying to tie that do rag. You made a good move, yeah, dude. I yeah, and as you know, I'm out here living for self. So these right. are all like things I concern myself with. We like to act like we like to act like nothing that we do is for the women. We like, oh, it's, it's for me. My haircut is for me. This gym work that's for me, and it, like it is, but it ain't. It ain't. 
It ain't. Well, yeah, because I mean, women have standards. I don't know about right? my hair, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know what, Ren? I, you know what it is? You got different cultural standards, too. You can get away with a lot more. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there you know, is... There is there is uh, this mole group of men. There is a black girl in there, and he calls his shit a fro-it. A fro See? <laughs> <laughs> See? I was high-key going to say, like, maybe I could get away with it, but that's just, there's just certain rooms I couldn't walk into the same way. <laughs> but What was that shit? What was that fucking uh, that Chappelle Show episode where uh, I can't remember the skit, actually, but he had, like, a fucking fro-it. Like, in, at the end of the set, like, he was sweeping up. Remember that shit? Was it you know the one? About? Okay, it was, it was like, like it was like an outtake. Was it great moments of hookup history? Yes. Where? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was like an outtake. It wasn't part of the actual skit. It was just him with the yeah. broom, just <laughs> making the broom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it's all, that's on time is acceptable. The eighties or in sketches about the eighties. I can't. And plus, I can't grow this. I can't grow this like y'all can. So I'm try out dog. Try I mean, I done tried all the beard oils. I tried them all, <laughs> and it just, <laughs> uh, just yeah. I tried. It's a lie. It's a lie. Hey, but you got your waves though, man. Yeah, you know listen, listen. Know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. see, you know, highlight like their attributes. Yeah, exactly. Highlight the positives. <laughs> hide the negatives. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's what I did, man. I went bald. It was an attribute. Now there it is. <laughs> it's a it's a positive. It's a. I I wonder if I walk into rooms and if women like it's not like dreads and it's not like long flowing hair. So I wonder like where waves are on the totem pole of like what women like because beards beards are up high. Oh yeah, beards are up. ever since Rick Ross. There it is. <laughs> right up there, bro. <laughs> beards are high, well kept dreads are up high. They can play with those. You can't really play with waves. Because yeah. if you rub it the wrong way, I gotta be like, okay, stop, stop. You really <laughs> you messing up. I worked hard on this pattern. I worked exactly. hard on this pattern. <laughs> you know, yeah. what I'm you know the training you have to do. I used to rock waves, man. That man, that was, you know what I'm saying? Every day, just you know. Just 30, 30 minutes a day. Day was the day, man. Quarantine had me, uh, yeah, had me very vain. Couldn't get a haircut, so I figured, all right, I'll just, I'll wolf it because I got to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get the skincare right. Uh, fellas, how y'all feeling, man? What's New Y'all way, man? I'm, I'm good, man. Just, uh, fuck, I'm gonna go ahead and get my shit out of the way because I ain't been up to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. Big weekend coming up, you know? But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, man. 2021 has started uh, officially. Uh, I know the last time we talked, we were, we were catching the aftermath of uh, your cousins doing the Redneck Ninja Warrior. Uh, you talk to them? Have you talked to them? Or are they they no. still not they still not talking to you? Y'all still ain't. I, like I think it's they're like they know where I'm at. <laughs> so they're just, they're yes. Not fuck with me. <laughs> you saw how the only black dude in there? He's the only one that got like bail. And, like, everybody else had to, like, they was like, oh, yeah, let him go. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to remind him real quick, listen, guy, listen. Listen, just because you want to be there, don't mean you safe there. But, yeah, man. Dev, how you feeling, man? What's happening your way? How's your 2021 starting, man? What's, what's, your, what's your Monday through Friday looking like, man? Oh, uh, man, busy, man. Time is, is of the essence now, bro. When mm-hmm. you're a family man, time is valuable, bro. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like you know what I'm saying? Your kids want your time, and you got to, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Just got to drop everything. Got to give them that. 
You know, I was like in the middle of editing last week. Yeah. And my son came up to me. He was like, hey, Dad, you want to wanna play the game? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I dropped it. I dropped everything, bro. Right. Like, Let me go yeah. do that, bro. Let me I got you, son. I got True. you. True. You know what I'm saying? Got on some uh, games. Uh, this this uh, game called Cuphead. Cuphead. Uh, it's it's very popular with the, with the young kids. Yeah. Like six, yeah, seven yeah. year olds. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a game of strategy and teamwork. So my, gotcha. my my son likes to play together. So you know, collaborating with Pop, getting the getting mm-hmm. the yeah, true exactly. enough, true. Exactly. I think that's one of the things I'm really worried about the most is like losing my sense of self and like my sense mm-hmm. of autonomy because mm-hmm. I'm big on autonomy. And so you was in the middle of editing, right? Your <laughs> your sanctuary, your your thing, and. Pop, <laughs> pop, <laughs> be with me. Drop everything right now. I don't care how good the show is. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't care because I'll remember this for the next twenty plus years. That time Pop didn't rock rock a cuphead with me. Exactly, because I gotta look at, at at this, man. Once your kids grow older, it's like now. They got less time for mom and dad. They got more time for their friends. Right. So I'm right, putting right. all this value, valuable time right now because I know, you know, it's my gonna, son. It's going to end. It's, it's going to end, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my, my daughters, you know, now they're teenagers. <laughs> when they was younger, I used, we used to watch wrestling a lot. They used yeah. to join me all the time. NXT, yeah, yeah. Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. But now it's like, you know, it's. Damn that! They own Vampire right. Diaries, Legacies, True. all that. The Bachelor, Twilight. yeah, yeah, all the circle, all these MTV shows, and I'm right, like, right, right. You this now, this right, right, yeah, baby. What happened? Right. right, man. Right, right. It's... Roman Reigns the champ now, baby. You wanna, you wanna? Oh, He's like, killing it now. I can tell that they're still somewhat interested because yeah. I'll be watching and they'll come in and look. They'll be like, "Oh, uh, Bailey's a, uh, she's a bad, per- bad person now." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, so you haven't watched in a while, right?" See, and then she'd be like, "Oh, and she, you know, just yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Go back to what she's doing, and you want to be like, well, you want to tell the whole story of how it happened, you know? What I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> right. I, I, I was just about to get there, and it was like, uh, nah, uh, no, nah, lo- that, you that's lost cool, me. Dad. I'm good. You, you lost me. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, pops. Yeah, let me Yikes, stop you right there. Yikes. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, that that yeah, it makes me nervous. We talk about a lot on here, like just the the those those nuances and intricacies of finding the right one, and then. I still, it actually, it was around a year this time, uh, this time last year. Right? No, it was actually two years ago, around this time last year, Ren, where we first really got in trouble for a thought that we had on here. So it was a moment. I, think I remember because I'd be listening to you guys show. Yeah. That's probably that's the only way I can keep up with your life without calling. Right, I, like, feel you. I know what's going on. I you know what I'm saying? Like from DJing to you got your own, you got your own team now, and you yeah, calling oh, shots. Man. Big Ren going through his issues with his with his cousins and all, and, you know, seeing <laughs> why he's doing the interview, and you know, hey, I I I, 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 I listen to the shit, but I you know, that's how I'm able to follow and keep up with y'all life. My man, I uh, and I pre- I definitely appreciate that. That's one thing I thought about too. That like we give so much here, uh-huh. that like what can I give outside of here? <laughs> like, because there's a lot of people that like. Somehow, you know how life goes, man. A day yeah. goes too fast, and then it's a month, and then it's a year. And it's like, okay, I haven't been on the phone so long. 
Now I got an audio diary. We do it forty times, uh, forty times a year. But like you know, go to go to Spotify to hear my life. It's a little, uh, it's a little informal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I, I definitely appreciate that, man. Um, but that time, Ren, that first time we got in trouble was uh, talking about how like marriage. I got I got to see y'all every day. Oh, I remember that shit. I guess y'all every day. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first time where we realized, yo, people are listening. Because I, oh, the lady I was seeing, I got in trouble. I got, Ooh, I got in trouble. I got in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I got in trouble. She agreed on the low, but she just didn't want to hear it from me, which was the thing. Women don't want to hear about themselves from a man. It's, it, you know, because we tell the truth and they don't want to hear it. I, and I understand that. Word. You know what I'm saying? Word. <laughs> but it's, they just don't want to hear it. Dude. You know what I'm saying? No matter how, no matter what way you're trying to come off, you're trying to come off sincere. You can come off so smooth. Right. But hell no, bro. It's like, <laughs> nope, nope. I ain't here. I don't want to hear that shit. Nope. Right. You can plan out the speech. Oh, like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. This is going to, oh, this going to hit perfectly. No, no. It's not going to hit perfectly. <laughs> it's going to hit pretty poorly. How did you know? That shit play. <laughs> uh, man, ball it up. Ball it up. <laughs> Straight. Burn it. You know what I'm saying? Dev, how did you know? Because I got a guy, his his yeah. his first son's on the way in April. Yeah. Uh, he proposed. I'm like, it's like me and Ren. Just me and Ren right. left. <laughs> how, how did you know? Like, it was time to hang up the jersey. So, before, like... I met my wife. I used to go out every weekend to the mm. club. I used to be a club dude. Like, Word. South Suburbs, it would be like the Lick, you know, the Jaguar. I'm showing my age now. It's you know like- <laughs> <laughs> the, the bi level, you know, out there in uh, Dalton, yeah, uh, yeah. the Premier. Or, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I just used to just be out there and have fun. And then when I met her, when I met my wife at the time, we were just friends kicking mm. it. And we were just, we were friends for a year. Word. Before we made it official, but I remember this time I was out with my brother, regular club, regular club night. You know what I'm saying? He having a good time, but I'm like, I'm not feeling this shit. I was bored as hell, and all I could right. do is think about her. Right. Just think about, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after yeah. that night, I called her. I called my wife, or called my my future wife, my home girl called, at the time. Yeah, right, right. Called my girl at the time, and I was like, hey. Uh, I want to come through tomorrow, you know what I'm saying, so we could talk. I got something important to ask, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, okay. Because uh, it's funny now because when, when she told me about this, when, when she told me about uh, when I had came, came at her about that, she had, like, the worst-case scenario in her head. She thought I wanted to, like, call it off. Uh. She go back with my uh, with my previous my previous girl. My There's previous... a joke in there about like women's psychology. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna find it. It's in there, but I'm not gonna find it. But it's in there. It's it's in there. Go ahead, my man. <laughs> but and that's what she thought. That was her perception. I was and but now I I let her know like, hey, this is it. And I never looked back, bro. Yeah. I, I, I honestly never looked back, man, because I knew you know because I did it all, and I was 23 at the time, but okay. I did it all. Bro. Yeah. Okay. I did it all. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So there was no just there was no fear of missing out. It was just you no, know what? No, because I did it hard. all, man. Long, long as you get it all, all out, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then that's that's it, then. Because then once once I had that feeling, like, yo, this shit is boring, bro. Just the club life. 
you know what I'm saying? These, you know, females. It was, yeah. it was nothing about that that, uh, that just that drove that excitement anymore, man. It I was, it was my wife now. That's yeah. all I could think about, and that's I made that move and never looked back, bro. That's what's up, and never. That was all I'm saying. And never looked back, right? And never looked back. I know Ren is up next. I know Ren is up next. <laughs> Ren, I know, I know Ren get the swipes. He told me he don't got the swipes no more. I know you in the swipes. It's okay. It's okay. The hair Bro, is too luxurious. You came down. You're like, yo, you gotta make, you gotta make a tender. And like that was, that was the last weekend I'd been on that motherfucker. <laughs> the weekend I told you to get one. <laughs> <laughs> like six, seven months ago, it had to have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's fun. That's fun. I remember that you was asking me about bios. Like, like I don't need no bio, dog. Just give him a picture of you, dog. You know what I mean? But see, Ren is also internet famous. Ah. So, like, <laughs> he didn't got to go through the same struggles. Like, he could just, you know, uh, this week, you, you. <laughs> this week. Pick him. Pick him. Line, line up. <laughs> He's like, I'll shotgun you this week. Shotgun you. We'll, cr- we'll crack you open. Call you a tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. I'm about to have Ren in trouble. I'm about to have Ren. Have, have you guys ever uh, heard about this dude named Kevin Samuels? Wow, that's what I was doing right before we started recording. My guy, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> my guy threw me a couple. Vi- he threw me one video. It was like eight minutes. Yeah. And I ended up watching, while I'm watching AEW Which NXT. Which one was it? Which one was it? Because I've it was, seen quite a few now. Because that's been uh, my entertainment for the past week. Dude, it was an eight-minute clip. And it was, um, oh, what did he send me? Well, the next one I watched was a 41-minute clip. It was a 38-year-old from Houston. Okay. Um, she had a, has a nine-year-old daughter. And she makes like six figures. And she's looking for a man, a black man, six figures. Um, I can't remember the first one I saw because I really watched the whole 41-minute video of the next one. <laughs> and then started another one. She's like 44, divorced, no kids, um, and then had an engagement after the divorce. And so she cut off the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> right. I watched that one. Yeah. She cut off the divorce because, like, he was cheating. And then – or no, she cut off the – yeah, the divorce because he was cheating – she called the engagement to work on herself. Excuse me, work on herself. And so, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. I got excited. I was literally just watching. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> now, I, I was just uh, bringing him up because he brings a whole different perception. Not even perception, just logic. Real sound logic. That's the word. To why, why women are not finding these high-value men as, as they're trying to come on the That's show. That's the phrase. Having, having issues, <laughs> right, high-value men, and they can't understand that. And yep. then when he, you know, flip it around, it's like a light bulb goes in their head because they don't understand, like, oh, we have standards, too. And then he, he said some real shit, too, that, that stuck in my head. He was like, you guys, he's like, women control access to sex, which right. is true. Right. But we control access to relationships. Right. And I was like, Wow. wow, that's a bar. Yes. That's a bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a bar yes. right there. That, um, because I was my guy who sent it to me, I basically was like, okay. Because he had these, you know, his, his, th- his thoughts about older women, but there was a logic behind it. Logic was the exact word I used. Mm-hmm. And I said that if you're listening with the wrong ears, his thoughts about older women might be deemed as sexist, 
but he's got a logic behind it yep. that just explains general psychology, mm-hmm. just how people think. And he doesn't big us up as men for how we think, but he gets that Disney fairy tale bullshit out of here. <laughs> out of here, right? Exactly. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. That's so funny. Yeah. As I'm watching facts and facts in, in, in your face, he was like, "Hold on, hold on." So you're looking for a high value man? It's like, where you live at? How old are you? How many <laughs> kids you have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and you don't think all that plays a factor for men? Every single thing. Every single thing. The lady had a daughter, nine years old. He was talking about, "What if you want to go? What if you want to?" And she's like, "Well traveled, right?" So on one hand, it's like, okay. So first, he's got to take you somewhere you ain't never been. Because what if he wants to go somewhere you've been to? It ain't no new memory no more. You already been there, right? And then, what if you want to go somewhere new? You gotta bring the daughter. So that's an expense right there. You can't. He said you can't have no butt naked jungle sex with your lady because your daughter's there. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, and then what if the baby daddy don't let the daughter go? You gotta pay for a nanny. You gotta deal with that. Deal with it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, listen, all that is logical. Yeah. Yeah, all that is real. Um, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a video on pause. I'm gonna check out <laughs> on on the way under yeah. the crib. It, it was one that came up recently about you know the alpha male, oh alpha, alpha female, mm. and she was trying to figure out like how come I can't find these high value men? I'm 35 years old. I have a son, mm. and and she, and she first off she was like the problem with you, it's like the problem with you men, you don't help. You know, hold each other accountable. He was like, "Hold on, hold on. <laughs> stop her right there." Right. He was like, first of all, he was like, "For thousands of years, men always been held accountable." For thousands, mm. the dawn of time. I'm like, "Yes, we always held accountable." He was like, "The problem is, women don't held held accountable for each other." I was like, "Yeah, I'm." Hey. I'm gonna think I'm gonna subscribe to this channel now. I'm about to check him out. I'm about to check him out. Because <laughs> uh, no, we've been on here and said how you know um, how we have to fight to earn an apology. Yeah. Um, and then you know the apology is typically just like the ass they threw you last week how, for when they apologized for something else. Uh, Kevin Samuels put a lot more eloquently than I just did, but um, yeah, man, that's really that's really interesting. That's yeah. really, really interesting, man. I like that. Uh, what are the content y'all been up to, man? I know 21 has just started. It just snowed for the first time here in the city I live in. I woke up very sad. So when I get to the crib, I got some little, little content. I've been watching Kirby Enthusiasm lately. Ah, I just started. Okay. I always wanted to watch it. But I just started it. And I really like the little weird, like, idiosyncrasy stuff. The little, the little stuff between people. And that's really just about a series of misfortunate events from Larry David, <laughs> just walking yeah. through walking through life. <laughs> but y'all been checking anything out lately? Uh with me, it, it's just been you know wrestling, and then a little bit of what did I watch? Oh, so so I'm in the anime. I've just been watching mm. you know a whole bunch of anime. Yeah, my that new my my hero academia movie that came out. But you know. That's that's a bit about it, and then I celebrated me, me and Free celebrating our two year anniversary for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, congrats! Know, happy one hundred episode to y'all guys. Thank you, too. sir. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, I had to put a big shout out for you guys, especially Joe Vey, the grand sire. Oh of man, the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Man, <laughs> I had, to, had a whole bunch of questions. Like, man, how do you record? <laughs> oh, do you Skype? Okay, how you how do you record the Skype? 
laughing. Well, I'm the <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. You gave me you gave me the format. You gave me a guide, and that's all I need. And you made bro. it yours. Your foundation. Yes. Man. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming to me. And I was telling Ray how we met. We met in the random Verizon store in Champaign, yeah. Illinois. <laughs> and somehow we, we found out we were both wrestling fans. Yep. And I told Ren too that like besides Ren, the only cool wrestling fans I know are black men, and so it's just been just grow grow from there, man. So I'm glad he helped in any way, and you know likewise, man. I'm glad to see it. Two years, man, it flew by. Hell yeah, man, flew just by. Two years in the game, and I remember we were trying to like we was over really overthinking it, trying to like oh we need this type of format, we need to be this different, and it took us a while just to get that one episode out and then we was like you know what fuck it let's just record see what happens and we'll just go from there yeah and like i said in That's that right. right right and like like i said in that message i put earlier in that post i'm like best decision ever man yeah man no doubt no doubt here's to here's the two more years and more years and more years and that's the thing too man me and ren we to an extent lucked into this format and then just shaped it um, and we talked about it on here, you know, we the way we started, we went straight to the straight to the wrestling talk. And so me, you know, I had my radio background. It was nothing for me to just flip the switch. Right. Uh, well, Ren, you know, and, you know, and Ren, you can speak better to it. Like, we need a little, a little more warm up to like we have our dynamic of conversation, period. And mm-hmm. then there's dynamic conversation for a show. And right. so it was a matter of kind of, you know, warming each other up. And so we lucked into this format of just literally just recording our pre-conversations. And it was like, yo, that's some good shit here. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> So that took us 15, 18 episodes to get to, you know. So, yeah, man. How was that for you, Ren? How did that feel for you just kind of getting to this getting to, to this point? Awesome. This, is, this is 100. Let's be nostalgic. I, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, like the first show I did with you, it was it wasn't even the hard camera; it was right. your radio show. Yeah, uh, like, the archive. Yeah, nervous about that. Wow. Yeah. And like you're just like, no, nah, fuck it, dude. Like it's just you and me. Like just rock this shit. And yeah. That's what we did, and I mean, fuck. Yeah, we got a shitload of stories between the <laughs> both of us. <laughs> yeah. Solo yeah. and together, um, yeah. and that's not even counting the the day to day. Kirby enthusiasm esque bullshit we, we run into, you know. Um, but yeah, that's really how it started, man. We because uh, I did a podcast before just called the Archive, where I would just have a uh, just a random friend. Uh, we have a mutual friend who's a reporter. Uh, he's out in Ohio now, but he was in Vegas before. So I talked to him. We did two episodes, one about you know politics. Actually, this was right around it. Wow, this was right around the time of the last election, uh, twenty sixteen. So we were talking a little mm. bit about that. Um, had one friend who, you know, just got out of just got out of prison. We talked about his experience there. One friend who was about to have a ch- uh, another child. So it was basically just me and a friend. And so I, I linked with Ren. It was a uh, it was going to be SummerSlam of that year. And so we just talked about SummerSlam, and it ended up being like the most listened to episode. Mm. And so I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> Huh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so I asked him. And he was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I was like, all right, damn. All right, cool. All right. And then a couple months later, I was like, you sure? You sure? Man, I feel like I was a week later. You said what? It was, you said a week later? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, in the story I'm telling, I had to pick myself up off the ground. I had to play it cool like it didn't hurt. I had to go that see some other hurt. some other bitches first, and then come back to the one I loved. And then she finally took me in, and I appreciated my I'm my guy. Sure, I'm pretty sure I just straight up just said nah. Yeah. <laughs> like didn't even say anything else. Bro, he didn't say it was so straightforward. Nah. No, I I don't want to do it. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, all right. But uh, I'm glad we did, man, because along with, you know, the wrestling content, um, again, this is an auto, audio diary of our lives. Um, so all of the – and even the thing, you know, there's things we haven't talked about, I'm sure, you know, something might be like cut, might cut too deep. But, like, we've explored a lot of ourselves, the funny moments, the introspective moments, the sad yeah, moments. I, I, uh, yeah, I heard – I was just about to say, yeah, even the sad moments, man, you know, like, you know – uh, rest in peace about the recent deaths in your company about you know how dude lost and then he lost his he lost his mom or something like that i'm trying to remember the uh last couple of episodes he said he, he didn't he like he was, he was trying to reach out to him because he was getting ready to do a dj show or something like that and and, and you try to reach out couldn't get in touch but he finally got got in touch with you and let you know what happened and i was like there Damn, was one man. yeah there was one he um so what actually and actually uh, convolution of two stories. So one guy I tried to reach out to, he just straight up ghosted. He just straight up ghosted. Um, there was another DJ who I couldn't reach. His grandmother reached out, and he actually was in a car wreck and he passed away. Um, which actually was the day before my father passed. So, yeah. And those uh, that entire summer of 2020, along with just what 2020 was overall yeah um it's been a banner year man because we all go through it we all go through it and i guess it's kind of that's this kind of the thought to it like yeah we we talk our specific stories but why it feels like it's specific to us there are similarities going out there to to whoever's listening so um yeah when i heard that episode i had to reach out to him like hey bro you ever need to talk? No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I, I got I got an ear. I'm all about listening, bro. No doubt. No I'm doubt. That's yeah. how I keep that text to you, man. Yeah, you absolutely, man. You know, like I said, I listen to the show. It's like I, I don't call or or text like, hey, what you up to? What I you feel doing? you. you know? like, but I keep up with y'all because how how deep you guys, you know, put how much of your lives you put on this show, man. True. And I appreciate that, too, man. I appreciate y'all guys' chemistry, man. Yeah, man. Likewise. Likewise. We... we Oh man, yeah. No, we appreciate we appreciate the listening, man. It was just something about because again, we've known each other since we were fifteen, and so there's that comfort there that we can yeah. talk about it. And so whatever we get, even the slightest bit of nervous about putting out to the internet, we at least got our we at least got each other. We did it together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We did it together. So right. if, if if whoever whatever lady gets you know is mad at me. Uh, whoever I get ran in trouble with too, just by association, um, whatever we talk about, you know, we at least at the very least did it together, man. So we appreciate, you know, you specifically, of course. I definitely remember that text message. Like, I absolutely remember that text message. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you and every listener, man. Um, for real, for real, for real, for real. So, man, it's you know, I just like ever since I met you, which was like 2015, that yeah, was, what, six years ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> flew, flew by. And, you know, it's crazy how, you know, I hear people's stories like, man, that, that was a, like an impactful, uh, like, uh, in my line of work, we call it when we do our visits, it's like, man, that was an impactful visit. Mm. But when I when I had that visit with you, that was impactful, bro. 
You know, we, we talked about the you know the work, but when we got past that, talking about wrestling and we talking about our backgrounds of radio shows and and you was letting me know you did radio and I'm mm. I'm like oh wow and it I didn't know it on a subconscious level it was planting already the seeds in there for Facts. me to get ready to do my own thing. No doubt, but that's where it started, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. It's all a team effort, man. It's yeah. all a team effort, man. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, I talk a lot, and I need to stop talking like it, but I talk a lot about, like, feeling like I'm alone in certain things. And then I turn around and say it's a team effort. But it is a team effort, right? Like, yeah. it all, all the pieces matter. All the pieces it, it, matter. I think as, as men, we do feel alone at times, and that's mm-hmm. just a natural feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes we just need to decompress by ourselves but yeah. yet we need our need our boys at times too to help that's us real. out as well man. you know what i'm saying that's like real. you got you got big Rand. i got my guy Hafiz, no doubt shout out fees shout out fees yeah you couldn't make it but big shout out to my guy man yeah, yeah. you know i've been doing knowing him since 2013 and i met him through a line of work word you know see what I'm saying? yeah so <laughs> we it's funny we we met in chicago uh at a best buy on clark street word clark okay street now you understand the reason why we call it the Clark Street Wrestling nice. Podcast because nice. that's where we met. That's where we kicked nice. off our stories. Okay, uh, wrestling uh, shows. We other shows we like. We like we talk about like football because we're part of the same fantasy uh, Word. football team league. We talk about anime. Like we get real deep. And then a couple of years later, I bought the idea about, hey man, what do you think about doing a podcast? He was like, I'll be down. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. And it hurt you. <laughs> he, didn't he, didn't, he didn't hurt him <laughs> first <laughs> because I got this energy from like he, he had like the voice the way he carried himself I'm like man I I can see you as as like being a talker you know as the lead anchor of the pot and that's why I saw it. that's why I vision and when I threw that idea out there he was down and it just grew from that man so you know I thank him for just being there for me in my corner bro yeah, I love it, man. Shout out to Hafiz. Yeah. Shout out to Clark Street Wrestling. I feel good, man. Episode 100. It's the two-year anniversary of Clark Street Wrestling. It's beautiful yeah. how this whole thing came together. Like, how yeah, do you... Man. How does that just... How does that happen? Like, <laughs> how does that like, just happen? Like, when you me up with that text, you said that day. I was like, wow. Out of all days, you chose that day. That's the second year anniversary of the Clark Absolutely. Street Wrestling Absolutely. It's like the universe is trying to align. Brought it back together. Brought it back full circle, man. Right. No doubt. And the thing is, too, man, there's no other... Pr- Listen, there's no other. There's no one else I would have had. And I talked to Ren about it, too, so I don't want to say I, but there's no one else we would have had first as our first guest. We're, um, we've had people who ask, you know, but, like, notoriously, not that we're antisocial, not that we just don't like you MFs out here in, in, in podcast land. We just be... We got our certain dynamic. It's me and Ren. It's the weirdest dynamic that somehow works. Right, and we got a lot of content that we somehow have been able to generate. <laughs> but between like our history, between how we met, between listen, and and I don't even want to big it up that way, but like I was y'all first guest. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to bring that up, bro. Yeah. Well, when I was thinking about a guest, I was like, bro, Jove, like I'm saying, I, I gotta ask my guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He the one that put us on. I I can't look past anyone else, and I had my to shoot man. that text. You came through. We did a couple of episodes. Hey, it was man. great. It yeah. was great. It was great. So I apologize to whoever, whoever we're offending uh, that y'all are not our first guest. But listen, man, it just sometimes the universe be universing. 
Uh, Ren, Ren, you got some, you got some texts to shoot out to? <laughs> Man, yeah, I've had some people hit me up, but it's just like, ah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait, maybe. We'll figure like it one out. These days. We'll figure it out. Cross that yeah. bridge, we'll be yeah. Maybe episode yeah, 200, exactly. maybe 150. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Let's get started, fellas. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 100 of the hard camera, THCC. And I'm your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partners, Big Ren, the legendary as well as Devin the Hill dude from Clark Street Wrestling. And together we are The New Day. Dev, let them know they can reach you on the social medias, my man. Tell them about the show. Oh, yeah, man. We, we got a lot of social platforms, but I, I make it real simple because we got a one-stop-and-shop place. It's the Clark Street Wrestling yeah. website. ST for the abbreviation. You can find all of our social links there from Instagram, Twitter, even the TikTok, too. Yeah, so yeah. just hit up at that website. We got all our links to our episodes on YouTube as well. It's the Clark Street, ClarkStreetWrestling.com. No doubt. Big Ren, let me know they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, man. You guys can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. And y'all can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H. D-U-P-316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ram on the show page on Twitter and the Instant Grams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, and things of that nature. A little bit of et cetera. But above all else, <clears throat> you listen to us on a variety of po- uh, variety of platforms. Uh, some listen on Spotify, some listen on Anchor, some listen on Google Podcasts, some listen on Breaker, some listen on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love. They will tell the people that they like. Great content, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that is a hundred episodes deep. Content that is also celebrating the two-year anniversary of the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast because the universe be universing content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Oh, man. I got kids. Shit. <laughs> I'm broke. They hungry all the time. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. Fellas, we got the 2021 Royal Rumble. The 2021 Roller Rumbler. Before we get to, you know, the specifics of, uh, you know, the, the match card itself, man, how y'all just feel about the card? Uh, Ren, what's up, Ren? How you feel about the card itself? Uh, it's it's kind of lacking right now. I mean, what, we mm. only got, like, five fucking matches, but, I yeah. mean, it is the Rumble. Two of them. So, yeah, so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this shit, though. Uh, it should be a good time. I feel you, Dev. How you feeling, man? Yeah, as I'm looking at the general card, it, you, yeah, it's going to be a short, you know, match card, but it's to be expected when you got two Royal Rumbles for the men's and women's. But I'm I'm digging the, I'm very uh, excited for for my tribal chief. If you see this no shirt doubt. right here, head at the table right here, right <laughs> behind him, you know, no doubt. Chief, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for that match for him and KO. I'm digging that uh, Goldberg and Johan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I Charlotte we'll see what will happen with that when they go against uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. I feel you. I uh, the Royal Rumble. They say you know WrestleMania is a Super Bowl. The 
the Royal Rumble, man. I mean, that's the NFC AFC Championship. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's my favorite. It's my favorite event. I'm a sucker for like elimination style stuff. I love eight man tag elimination matches. I love tournaments. I love the idea of the Rumble because it's the one guy or woman who outlasted everybody. So on paper, I'm always down for the Rumble. Um, we've lamented over the last few years that some of these builds have been a little shaky, (laughs) a little, a little shaky. So there's always that aspect, but you know, over the last year, you know, 2020 itself, the builds have been shaky, but somehow the cards always shake out at least, at at least some good mids. It may not, it may not be the, you know, the, the, the Zaza or whatever they're calling it now, but it's at least some good mids. Um, so every, every pay-per-view we've had this year has been not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So See the whole because of the tribal chief. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> the, the head of the table I sit at. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get into the first card. I'm not going to lie. No, first match of the card. I'm looking at this card. I'm only really fully confident about one specific match as far as a choice goes. As I'm looking at this card, I've made a choice for all of them except for one. I'm going to have to talk my way through it, but we'll, we'll get there. Let's go with the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Asuka and Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Death, start us out, man. How you feel with, how you, how you feel about the bill? Where you see this going? This bill has been the most confusing shit <laughs> I, I've seen. You know what I'm saying? You got Asuka dealing with Alexa Bliss. You got Charlotte Flair dealing with Lacey Evans, yeah. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. They're, you know, on this verge of combustion. I, I don't know, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like confused. My, I'm like confused as hell. So yeah. is you you say you're, you, you're going to need uh, some talking through. This is probably right here. I need some talking through. I hear Every you. other match, I'm crystal clear with this one because I'm, it's just the, the booking has been – very confusing for me. Yeah, yeah. Rand, what you thinking, man? I mean, fuck, dude. Have we even had a match with Oscar and Charlotte in a tag team match? I think they had one on this past SmackDown. SmackDown. This yeah. past SmackDown. Um, but That's yeah. One of, yeah. One ever since they won. <laughs> Just they won it. Yeah. <laughs> How was their chemistry on that one? Uh, they won the match. I didn't see the match. I know they won the match, correct? But right, right. The they match. won the match. Yeah, I didn't see the match. I was confused on Monday Night Raw when Charlotte Flair got jumped and Oscar didn't come out there to save it. Word. I, I was like, okay, where's the tag team chemistry? <laughs> right, right. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all tag team partners, go out and save your girl. No but doubt. I, I didn't see that. This is, this is why it's been confusing. Oscar has been championed. Except for that whole like quick Sasha Banks thing, she's been champion since Money in the Bank. So what, April? Yeah, yeah. And it's like she's the most of anyone. She might be the most overlooked champion in the company. She was on a seven hundred and thirty something day winning streak. She n- never lost in NXT. She's tapped out to Charlotte twice, which I still can't get over. I still can't get over it. <laughs> And every time they take the time to build her up as this destruct this destructive force, it's like, okay, well, Charlotte's back. Let's forget about it. Like, 
This Alexa Bliss thing is very interesting. Alexa Bliss is the most interesting she's been to me in a long time. Charlotte. Charlotte was Roman Reigns before <laughs> before <laughs> she before Roman Reigns was. That had my issues there. And at first it was like, okay, are Nia and Jack gonna fight? <laughs> are they gonna <laughs> hug? You know what I'm saying? Like what was going on here? Cause I imagine they they would have, you know, I mean, I get that they were I guess you develop that chemistry once you win something with somebody. But I figured they would have went their separate ways after losing the championship. And, yeah. you know, they didn't. Um, yeah, it just seems a little discombobulated, let alone the fact that there is no women's tag team division to think of. No. They, they, they completely just threw that shit in the trash. Like, it, they was on the verge on to something with yep. the tag team. You know what I'm saying? You had... Uh, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. Oh man, yeah, that started. tag team established. I, yeah. I know, I know. But I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Before they was on to something. Yeah. And, and then it was like, nah, forget it. Yeah. You know, it, I, I want to say it probably started with Sasha Banks and Bailey when they won, when they were both double champ, mm-hmm. and, and that's where it started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The decline of the tag team women's division. Yeah. Even though that was a good moment for them. But in but still, I think it came at at a disservice for the women's tag team division though. As a whole. They didn't know where to go next. It's um Yeah, you mentioned I mean you mentioned the iconics. That was they broke them up when they were like about to really be on it. They were pulling out some stuff in the ring. I was like, okay, y'all been y'all been training. Y'all mm-hmm. been y'all been working at it. I don't really care about the. I didn't really care about the Riot Squad when they were a trio. I don't really care about them now. Liv, I don't know what this whole Liv Morgan thing was. She was Lana's mistress, and then it was like, nah, nah, forget that part. Got her back with Ruby in the reunion that nobody really cared about. They split up. Uh, uh, Sonya Deville, and uh, why am I forgetting? Why am I forgetting? Her? Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. It's Sonya Deville. But then, so they split the Iconics and then put Peyton in the tag team with Lacey Evans. And we only said not once. We say, I'm like, is it, what's happening here? They split Sonya and Mandy and then put Mandy in the tag team with, um, she teamed with, not Natalia. Who's uh, Dana? Dana Brooke. With yeah, Dana Brooke. The sexy muscle friends. Sexy right. Muscle <laughs> they got so many sexy blondes, I can't figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... And now, and now we got Nia and Shayna. Um, I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know where she's going. They said it was multi-branded. We haven't seen it on NXT forever. Nah, it, they, it, they treat it more de- developmental now. Like ever since Survivor Series of of twenty nineteen, when NXT was part of a Survivor Series, but after yeah. that, it was like that was that was their high point. Yeah, that was super high point. They couldn't yeah. get higher than that. And I'm like, oh, now they're gonna treat them as legitimate third brand, but nah, it was like, nah, nah, nah they're, they're nah, still nah. our. Nah, they, we're still gonna we, call them up to the main roster. Yeah, our guys was trapped in Saudi Arabia. We needed a quick little call up. Yep. <laughs> right. You still decide. You still decide. You still decide. You can't just yeah. I. It's like the women's tag team division is like the hot new toy. That like when they got it. We gone. We put in all these scenarios, and then it was like, okay, well, nope. Let's go back to you know the toy we always love. Um, 
But yeah, let's go around. How y'all see this going? Who's who's taking the championships home? I'm gonna go ahead and pick. Uh, we got new champions. Yeah. Yeah. Go with Nia uh, and gonna, Shane. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I think Charlotte's gonna blame Oscar for something. Mm. And then we get some. Yeah. Okay. Dave, how you see it going? I'm going to agree with Big Ren, but I, I don't see them being offered their chemistry. I think they might get distracted. Either Lacey Evans might come out or Alexa Bliss. I can see that. True or enough. Rick. So or Rick. Be a protected, right, it, will, <laughs> it will be a protected loss yeah. for uh, Oscar and Charlotte Flair. This is a super, super team. They're not just going to lose it clean. There's always going to be some kind of shenanigans. Yeah. I was actually going to ask, yeah, if you guys saw you know, Lacey Evans interference or uh, – I didn't think about Alexa Bliss for some reason. I didn't think about Alexa Bliss. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I got to commend them for, like, having some kind of, you know, a few storylines going with the women's division, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not fully – even if the, the tag team division seems like an afterthought and the Raw Women's Championship, to an extent, seems like an afterthought, too. But uh, I'm actually going to go the same way. Um, I feel like I feel like the Charlotte Oscar team was more so, like, a shock value – Charlotte's coming back. Let's give her another title reign kind of thing versus any kind of, hey, we have a storyline in mind, <laughs> right? It's not like they've been tag team partners, as we just talked about. Um, and so as the more established team with a little more focus, uh, Charlotte's distracted, Oscar's distracted. I could see new champs too. I could see new champs as well. So we are all on the same accord there. Before we go to the next match, I actually forgot to update the listeners on how we're doing as far as prediction numbers go. Uh, <laughs> Big Ren is sitting at 68 out of 108 matches uh, for 62.96%. I am sitting at 66 of 108 matches for 61.11%. Uh, so I'm on your heels, Ren. And uh, you've had a lead. You've had, listen, Ren has had a lead. For most of the year, <laughs> for most of the year, we got a couple months, a couple months left before WrestleMania, man. So I'm, I'm right on your heels, man. It's gonna be a photo finish. I ain't gonna let you just pull off on me, my guy. <laughs> that was last year too, wasn't it? Uh, no, actually, it was kind of the reverse. I had a, I had a lead, and you got close, but I was like, nah. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's got a little vendetta. We so got, what, what happens with the loser? We do need a bet, don't we? Or do or do do you guys have a title belt? Like, I thought, oh, you know what I'm look at that. So I know Hafiz is, is jealous right now. Right, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? This is his I'm precious sure. for three years, that but now it's mine. It's looking good. We need some kind of wage or some kind of stakes. Like, it can't just be bragging rights. Maybe we need some kind of bet or uh, some kind of trophy. But, I'd say trophy. Hmm, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's not going with the truth for their aspect. True, true. Matter of fact, that you know that 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 uh, stokes my interest. Do y'all have a favorite belt? Ooh, my favorite belt would be the Stone Cold Smoking Smoking Skull. That is my mm. all time because that's my favorite wrestler. And ever since he debuted, I was like, I want that shit. I, I want belt. <laughs> Smoking Skull, shit. No, no other belt matters. Winged Eagle, that's cool. But once I saw that shit, yeah, that's the belt I want. Word, yeah, word. Yeah, Big Goldie's cool, but. Man, Stone Cold is my guy. I feel yeah. you. Ren, you on the same uh, accord? 
Yeah, I'm the same thing. Yeah, Stone Cold all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ren's face light up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Dev said, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got it, yeah. They're good. Same record. <laughs> I'm actually a winged eagle guy. Mm. I love the winged eagle belt. Say it again. Second one. Yeah, the classic, you know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, 88. Yeah, that's my that's my one. The Big Goldie's number two. Um, as you know, it tied for number two. Big Goldie and, like, when Cody Rhodes brought back the Intercontinental Championship. So, uh, right before the one now. I, I love that belt. That white strap with the, with the yeah. gold. I love that belt, too. So, yeah, man. Let's push forward, fellas. So, this is actually the one I'm not quite decided on. You're going to hear me waver. Uh, I'm leaning a certain way, but I'm wavering. For the WWE Championship, mm. we've got Drew McIntyre taking on Goldberg. Woo! Ren, talk to us, man. What you thinking? Are they going to do it to Drew again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a question. <laughs> you know, oh, man. Because they want to give him his like his real WrestleMania moment, you know. We always keep hearing that shit, mm-hmm. and they're they already said that they want to have more fans than the fucking Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, man, I fucking <laughs> hate <Berg>. <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker is dangerous. He almost killed. Him. <laughs> <laughs> he was ki- oh, dude, he he did almost kill Taker, dog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. Uh, old, old nine line. <laughs> and I don't know oh, if he can hold Drew oh, up there. Uh, say it again. I don't know if he can hold Drew up there. Listen, man, you get him a, a seven minute match, it might not work out. <laughs> like, and he might already have his head fucked before he comes out. Right. Like, your head butted the fucking door and split his head open and for the match. Bleeding. There's uh, <laughs> masculinity, man. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it all the time. <laughs> it ain't worth it all the time. It's just there's easier way. There's different ways you can bleed. Let somebody let somebody do it to you. You know what I'm saying? Put, put some music on to pump yourself up. Man. I'm saying, cracking, do bro. some just, push-ups. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You already got pyro. You already breathing the smoke. You know what I'm saying? So yikes, man. Uh, man, fuck. Like, ugh. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit more about it. Not sure either. <laughs> I feel you. Dev, how you feeling, man? So, on the on the podcast last week, I, I've been talking about, I think, WWE will go for the swerve. Mm. Uh, Drew is going to squash Goldberg. Mm. Like how Goldberg squashed Brock Lesnar when he came back for Survivor Series. Right, right. And it, and because the way they've just been building, showing all these old ass clips of Goldberg and his heyday when he still had the fucking traps, right, here and, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Now the traps are fucking little. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're not trapping nothing no more. No, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they still use the old graphic, we right. just with his oh, with the just with his old face. Right. <laughs> like, come on, man, be real. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I I think. It would just make sense. Like, just be logic with the booking. Okay. Drew beat Brock Lesnar in five fucking minutes. Yes, he did. So, Drew should beat Goldberg in half the fucking time. Yes, he should. 
and it should be a shock. It, 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 commentary should be selling this like, oh, we never seen this before, you know. And it would it would be great because who would want to see a fucking rematch between Drew and Goldberg for WrestleMania? True, true. Is I that think, gonna put people in the seats? I think I see where your mind's going for later, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel I. The basis of this storyline doesn't make any sense. Goldberg said, Drew, you don't respect the legends. Never mind the fact I just saw you use Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels and the big show to put the beats on Randy Orton. I didn't pay my subscription that month. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So the basis of it all just doesn't make any sense. Like if Orton was the champ, yeah, but not right, not true. right. This, this is Oldberg though. This is his persona. He he got that old man complex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't care nothing about. It. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. It's your next. Yep. Facts. <laughs> facts. And I'm not gonna lie. A couple months back, when Goldberg teased the Roman Reigns thing, I was a lot more intrigued with that story. I was a lot more intrigued with the possibility of Roman Reigns and Goldberg. We were supposed to get it last year. And we didn't. So for one, for two, as we'll talk about, Roman Reigns is the by far the best character in WWE right now, doing the best work in his career. And so the story of Roman Reigns protecting the table against and it's because he's all about the legacy. He's all about the legacy. So you got this man with his own legacy of yesteryear. <laughs> the legacy that the WWE can't get rid of, you can't let go of the Attitude Era, can't get rid of the old superstars. I was way more intrigued with that possibility. And so now you go the other way. And using Roman Reigns again, the building Survivor Series when he was talking to Drew McIntyre about being the second champion. This feels very second place. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very second place. No disrespect to Drew, you do what they tell you to do. Now, on the other hand, because on paper, 34, 35-year-old Drew McIntyre, who gave Randy Orton the beats, gave Brock Lesnar the beats, he should run through Goldberg. However, we're on the road to WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) And WrestleMania is not for us, fellas. It's not for us. As sad as I am to say it, it is for the lapsed fan who watched in '98. Fan. The fan they're trying to get, the, they're trying to pop the buy rate, and plus they want fans in the arena. And I have an idea for a match that they could do. What do y'all think about the idea of Goldberg versus John Cena? Man, that's a that's a very limited match, right? Right, very limited match. That see, and I get your point of view when you say that's not for us. Mm -hmm. So I have to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. But it's man, that doesn't that doesn't. It ain't for Cena either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued slightly by the idea of 
Cena going for number 17 and breaking the record in front of however many fans at COVID Mania 2. And the thing with Goldberg, too, is that I feel like they don't just pull out. Now, now Royal Rumble, again, is the Royal Rumble, but it's number two behind WrestleMania. There's certain things you don't just pull out Goldberg for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the last time. Last time Goldberg lost was what against Taker at Blood Money? Yeah. And that's Taker at Blood Money, right? But they pulled him out. He beat Lesnar at Survivor Series. And then he lost to Lesnar Survivor Series, but he beat Lesnar Survivor Series. And then he. Beat Kevin Owens for the title at Fastlane before going to Brock Lesnar. He he gave Dolph Ziggler the best spear I've ever seen. <laughs> I I'm this close to saying it. I can't say it just yet because maybe they're gonna swerve us. Maybe they will. I can't say it just yet. But what y'all think, fellas? How, how, now that we've laid out a little more, like honestly, I can't see them doing Goldberg and Cena. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, fucking Cena is, like, acting now. Yeah. And, like, there's like, yeah. so, like, I feel like that's way more important to Cena than coming back and doing this match. True. He, ain't, he ain't the rock. And, like, <laughs> like, yeah, no shit, yeah. But, like, and then, like, he's also going to have to be there for the build. So, I mean, I mean, it is only one. I mean, they have it in the same place every week, but still. <laughs> true. Yeah. True enough. Yeah, true. Dev, how you feeling now? Uh, I, I'm, I'm still, I still feel the same way because yeah. personally, I don't think John Cena will do that match because I, he's not about, he's all about establishing stars. Yes. So I don't see him taking a step back of getting in the ring with Oldberg. Right. You know what I'm saying? Costing right, his right, career right. in Hollywood. Facts. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I gotta stick with, yeah, yeah. I gotta stick with my with my first answer, man. Sticking with Drew. Sticking with Drew. Hypothetically, before I get your answer, Ren, let's say because I don't think I don't think they let Goldberg slide for Mania, and so for me, it's hard for me to see him outside of a championship match. What could Goldberg do that's not for the Raw Championship? <laughs> Me too, because who's a big enough star to 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 warrant that, right? Um, the, the championship itself is its own star, so you could put almost anybody, well, quote unquote, almost anybody against him to create that match. But if he's not in that match, is there any kind of big enough star? Ooh, what about Bobby Lashley? That was my first step. I just got a guy. Goldberg versus AJ Styles. I know AJ's the best. Yeah. Can, can he make that match work? Listen, he's the guy you pull out. He's the guy you pull out for, you know, the taker. He, I'm yeah. saying he wants to take on Triple H, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Um, Huh. I, may have just changed I, I like my that idea. Mind. That that piques my interest now. Yeah. AJ and Goldberg. Because when it comes down to AJ, he's the best. He can make anybody look like a superstar. Yeah. Even wow. the you know, even the worst motherfucking wrestling. 
Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg. True. You know what I'm saying? Huh. That's why it piques my interest. Yeah. Ren, what you think, man? On the picks? Yeah. I'm going to go with Drew. Once I said AJ Styles, I'm now picking Drew McIntyre. I gave Goldberg a WrestleMania match. If if we're going to build on the premise of Drew not respecting the legends, Drew clearly does respect the legends, and he'll earn Goldberg's respect. But AJ Styles doesn't respect no legends. <laughs> he don't respect no legends. So Because he, he feels he's a legend in his own mind, so I can get with that. Um, yeah, I like that. And now if we don't get it at Mania... I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to be big sad. Big, big sad. There. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you're listening. Vince, cut the check. And uh, on to the next match uh, for the Universal Championship. Last man standing. We got the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, taking on Kevin Owens. Death, start us out, man. How you feel about the build, the story? Talk us through it. Oh, man, this build has been phenomenal. Dang. Not only has, you know, Tribal Chief Roman Reigns has been on one. He actually, when he's talking about bringing people to the island of re- relevancy, this man is, it's like, what he's doing, just think about what John Cena was doing with the U.S. Championship. Mm. This is basically what Roman Reigns is doing, with, but on the main event level, though. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He put he put Shinsuke back on track, back on face. Now, yes. you know what I'm saying. Everybody was, you know, like, oh, I hate his music. You know, just put him back to face, get him back on there. And what the tribal chief do? Yeah, got his ass jumped. Brought him back, you know what I'm right? <laughs> Brought him back, man. Jay Uso out of nowhere. He used to be like, which brother is he? Facts. Now you know, Jay, go get him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna Now get he brought him. Kevin Owens because he was floating around since last WrestleMania. Yeah, literally, yeah. He, yeah, like, you know, it was just all about the KO show, trying to him, trying to figure out how I can, you know, give back and trying to be good. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, it don't sound like you, man. Just be that right. fight, Owens fight. You know, <laughs> yeah. just never give up. And he, and what, and now you see that with the tribal chief. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is just. Pray high praise to the tribal chief. Absolutely. You know what <laughs> That's what I'm going with the tribal chief going yeah. over. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He tribal chief took that ass whooping last SmackDown from Kevin Owens to make him look good. But yeah. I already know the, the destruction is coming. It's coming. <laughs> I hear you. Game, coming. <laughs> Absolutely. Ren, Ren, talk us through it, man. No, this is this is has definitely been probably the best build of the card and probably of the whole fucking year. Mm. And I've I've said it multiple times on here. You put you put Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens in the same ring, some shit's gonna go down, and it's always yes. fucking entertaining. They don't hold back. I mean, that fucking that last match we had at TLC, fucking yeah. barn burner, dude. Yeah, Barnes got burned. Absolutely. So th- this is gonna be the second time they fought, right? Uh, they had a steel cage match right in between it. This will be number three. Yep. Yeah, it's the rubber match. Yep. Oh man, I've got, I've got, I don't know, man, I've got an idea. I'm gonna let you talk. A oh, you got an idea. <laughs> dig, oh, I want to hear this. Yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Well, listen, man, they've got great chemistry because if y'all remember, um, it's actually the Rumble we went to, Ren. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. The roles were reversed. 
um it wasn't it wasn't it was when uh Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho were 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 friends and teammates and uh Kevin Owens put together that that steel chair concoction that worked horribly in the the other way definitely didn't go in his favor but they've got a chemistry here like Kevin Owens is I mean he's not the ideal body type he's the scruffy fighter Roman Reigns has got the model good looks he's built he's sculpted and whenever they get in the ring, it's it's magic. And longtime listeners know, once again, I've never been on the Roman Reigns hate train. I've always been down for Roman Reigns. I've hated the booking. But the tribal chief, the head of the table, anything he's involved in, I am down for. <laughs> I'm down for. He's cutting promos in the middle of his matches. He's talking. He's talking with that sinister voice to where when he builds up, like you know, it's really about to be some smoke. Even when he talks to himself, that yes, you know when you talk to yourself when you're mad. That's that's when you know you own one. He yes. does that shit. <laughs> yes, yes. He's got Paul Heyman taking a role that he never takes. We're used to Paul Heyman with all the bluster, all the swagger, and he has it toward everybody else. But that man, the moment that Roman Reigns stood tall with the championship overlooking Jey Uso with the lay on his neck, and Paul Heyman is looking at Roman Reigns like, yo, who am I aligned with? Like, I didn't expect this from you. Told me everything. That was so amazing to me. I love it all. And again, we mentioned Kevin Owens. He's been floundering ever since ever since he dived off the ship at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's been kind of just floundering, not really right. doing too, too much. But now he's back, and, and we get a glimpse of, you know, who Kevin Owens is. And this babyface version, I like that. I, I remember it was uh, when the feud first started, he got jumped. And, like, on Twitter, someone was like, hey, well, why didn't no one come save you? He was like, I, I'm paying for stuff I did in my past. Burned a lot of bridges. Burned a lot of bridges. That's a really great storytelling aspect there that I really loved, even if it was on Twitter. So we're seeing new dimensions of him, but, like, the fighter never left. He was a dickhead as a heel, but he was a fighter. Now he's an honorable fighter with a little bit of dickhead in him, just depending on who we talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, for me, though, this was the match that I instantly I did I couldn't see it no going other way. Roman Reigns, let him be the champion, like forever. <laughs> just let this next WrestleMania. Exactly, like <laughs> literally forever. Let him let him have his moments where you know he you know catches a little bit of comeuppance, but let him be the champion forever. I want to ask y'all, and Ren, I still want to get to your your idea because I'm intrigued. What did y'all think about the uh, the swerve? How we announced Roman Reigns versus Adam Pearce first. And then kind of change it. What do you think about that storyline? So, I was the one who kept a level headed on there. Yeah. Because I knew that this was a swerve because we still had four weeks of bill left. I, like everybody, I, I was on Twitter and everybody's like, man, are they seriously going to do this? <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? Royal Rebel, Adam Pierce, and the Tribal Chief. Are right. you fucking skinny me? <laughs> I said, dude, just, just relax. People, yeah. people, calm down. Yeah. Just trust in the tribal chief. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and 
and my faith was paid off. No doubt. You know, and I love this word when uh, I love the bill. Adam Pierce did a phenomenal job acting throughout that whole show and SmackDown just when uh, Paul Heyman was trying to get Adam Pierce to sign mm-hmm. the, the contract you could set up for the Royal Rumble. And mm-hmm. when they finally did in the middle of the match and we was like, man, I've been waiting for you to do all that. I was like, Word. Yes. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, he faked the knee. He says, "Car subject to change." Facts. Ah, that, yeah. that was perfect, man. That was perfect. I love it. I love it. Ren, what you think, man? Ah. <laughs> okay. Hit me. I don't, like, I don't even know how this is gonna sound. I don't even know why I thought about it. And I think really the only reason I thought about it is because it's a last man standing match. Mm. I think Jimmy's gonna come back. Jimmy's still pissed about what he's done to his brother. Mm, okay. Okay. And, like, he doesn't necessarily have to fuck Roman Reigns up, but, like, just make it to where he can't get up for the 10 count. Mm. Okay. So what you uh, what you trying to say, dog? I think Kevin Owens on this one, dude. Word. Ooh, spicy takes. Zesty <laughs> takes. All right. Because, I mean, like, have, and have Roman Reigns win it, like, fucking fast lane or Elimination Chamber or something again. I mean, win it back. like, cause we know it'll happen. Like, we know Roman Reigns is going to be at WrestleMania with the like championship. Like they did with Drew. You know, they gave him, yeah. like, a two-week break. Hey, just right. take a couple, a couple of weeks off the time. True, back true, true. Go catch COVID real <laughs> quick. That'll add, that'll add more fire to Roman Reigns. So, I mean. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's not a bad idea. So we get so, and that's basically two ready-made storylines. You get Roman Reigns who has to avenge what Jimmy did, so he's got to get his cousin in line, and then he goes and handles that business and gets the belt back. I'm not mad. You get two branches of story for the for the for the tribal chief. I'm not mad at that at all. I I, I like that. Look, I like they that. don't have to like you know like they just put something on top of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They've, you know, I gotta commend. They've found a couple different fun ways to kind of do the last man standing match. I think uh, John Cena tied Batista's legs together to a steel <laughs> post, right? They've pushed stuff on people, so there's different ways to go around it. Now I don't necessarily see it that way. I think these two men, it it's gonna be violent, WWE oh, yes. violent. So I think it'll be the natural like he just can't get up. But I'm not mad at I'm not mad at what your thoughts are, man. Um, I like the swerve I of see okay. Night off this one. Say it again. I can see him starting the night off with this one. Oh. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, because Goldberg they would probably wait. One of the rumbles, yeah. True, 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 true. It is stacked in that way. It's it's title matches or rumbles. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. True. 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 Yeah. I do like, uh, and even if they stuck with Adam Pierce, I liked the storyline of Adam Pierce getting a title shot. Um, because, I mean, yeah, of course, Adam Pierce, longtime veteran. I mean, he hasn't wrestled in years, but longtime veteran. And also, to me, it spoke to, like, Roman Reigns believing he's above the establishment. So if he takes out Adam Pierce in an actual match, that establishes that he is the new establishment. Um, but I'm not mad either way that Adam Pierce took away the outsmartum, uh, outsmartum Marines. And then, you know, cause I mean, if he, if he gets too strong, it's a little, a little unbelievable. We gotta have a little ebb and flow. So I'm not mad that he, he got a little bit of comeuppance, even though I think he's still going to come up with the championship. So no doubt, man. Uh, let's push forward, man. We got two rumbles left. Let's go with the women's Royal Rumble. 
30 women. I think only 12 or 13 have been announced so far, so we got a lot of surprises. Let's uh, let's start here first before we go to our winners, man. Any 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 surprise? What surprise entrance do you guys see? And if you want, because I'm going to ask about Final Fours too, who your Final Fours are. If you want to hold off, because I got one surprise entry that I think will be in the Final Four. So if you want to hold off on those to the Final Four, we can do that too. Um, Ren, let's start it off, man. Any surprise entries you got? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Surprise entrance? Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, Naomi. Naomi. I got a question about Naomi. I knew because she's one of mine too. So, yeah, we'll get that. Um, your, uh, your mic's a little, come off a little yeah. bit. It's okay. You got it? <laughs> Dad, what you thinking, man? Any uh, surprise entrance you got in your mind? Yeah, it would be, for me, it would be Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And, and then I got her in the final four, actually. Too. Okay. Me too. Me too. I got to ask, Dev, because we, we brought this up originally during TLC. when uh, Now, we both was like, oh, Charlotte's a mystery opponent or mystery tag team partner. So, like, no no thought there. But we brought up Naomi. So, I uh, laid out a scenario for Naomi. Because let's just say she comes back. We'll try it again. Mm-hmm. So, where would you rather see Naomi? Would you rather see her as the female member of the Hurt Business? Or would you rather see her put the battery in Jimmy's back, tell him to get right for the family, and then they both join the table with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I cannot go against my tribal chief, too. So no I, I dare say I'm not going to go against that. And that, to me, when when I first heard that idea on your on your podcast yeah. about when you brought up Naomi possibly, you know, being part of the hurt facts, I yeah. thought that was a great idea. Yeah. But now you threw that other scenario, you know, her being part of the tribal chief band, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it, I love that. That's crap hurt like. business. <laughs> they're like they're on the on the verge of collapse anyway. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? True. So yeah, I'm with the I'm with the the Roman Reigns. Tribal Chief I'm, family, man. I'm kind of with the table, man. Um, Cause she, listen, she in the family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she in the family, so it wouldn't be that far of a stretch. I mean, they take the real life relationships and put them on TV. Um, so and I think it's a nice swerve. Like it makes sense, but it's still a swerve. Like they just wouldn't see coming. Cause Tamina, I mean, she there, <laughs> she there, she around, but like. It's Tamina, right? I wish they would utilize her at least. Right, know, tribal chief, man, that's you know second generation right there. That's big cuz. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's let's get her on, on the map too. Same, same. And I think she's got more personality than they than they've let her show. Um, but I mean, they may have just buried that personality so deep it might be hard to bring it back out. Whereas Naomi, she been we feeling the glow for years. So, I mean, if we can maybe get away from, you know, the multicolored Orlando sound and, you know, maybe she show a little other side to her. I, I, I likened it to when I first brought up, I likened it to uh, when Charmel put the battery in Booker T's back. He turned heel, became six-time champ. Maybe Jimmy is just like, he just needs that influence, like, from his lady. Like, listen, we're doing this for the family. You might not like it, but the bloodline come first, homie. Let's make it shake. <laughs> you know? Oh, um, I would like to. A segment between the tribal chief and Naomi, just like, hey, you need to get your husband in line. Oh man, just like some, oh, just you know how you said all 
sinister. He yep. said he'll say it all cool, but it was just that sinister energy. He'll be projecting. Them undertones, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love to see Naomi back, man. Um, Ren, how you see your Final Four going? Uh, and then you can hit us with your winner, too, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey. Mm. Um, shit. Who's my other one? Shanna Baszler. Mm, okay. And my winner is Bianca Belair. Mm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. You said uh, Rhea, Shayna Baszler, Bailey, and Bianca Belair. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Who's the? Because I'm curious. Who do you see uh, Bianca eliminating last? Bailey comes down to them too. I like that That's when they when they first kind of like touch the Survivor Series, even though on the same, they were on the same team. I was like, oh, that Bailey Bianca Belair feud. That's coming. That's gonna be great. Yeah. That's gonna be great, and it's been fun. You saw the foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, it was right there. They Absolutely. Can, they can have feud after after the Rumble. Yeah, until Mania. they can just keep fighting. Just keep just yeah. keep fighting. <laughs> no doubt, Dev. How you see it going? So my final four, I got it down to Rhea Ripley, mm. Bianca Belair, uh, Alexa Bliss, mm. and I want to say Charlotte Flair. Mm. Okay. I got Alexa Bliss as being the winner. Word. Okay. Alexa Bliss, Oscar, WrestleMania. That's After that matter. RKO, shit. After RKO. <laughs> <laughs> she ate that. She ate that well. Oh, she ate, she that, ate well. that. She sold that well. I love yeah. that she just fell and just, bam, just went just on her took back. It. I have been laughing for the last couple of days because, of course, watching y'all's IG at the year's <laughs> worth of RKOs on random women <laughs> throughout yeah. the years. That boy, Randall Keith, is a oh. savage toward the women. Anybody can get it. Care if you're a man or a woman, black, blue, anybody purple. can get it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. That's a you know. I, you know what? I'm gonna type that in. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think about Alexa Bliss that way. I didn't think about it. that's a that's a great pick. Um, my final four. So Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair. And Becky Lynch. Fuck. She had the baby. I'm sure she's dying to get back in the ring. You're going to make Seth stay at home? Yeah. <laughs> Watch the kid. Right, right. <laughs> now, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My winner, it's between, it, I, it was caught between two of them. And I've been fighting back and forth. Because I want to see Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at Mania. I surely want to see it. However, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. I don't really know why. (laughs) Except... We all pick different different people. (laughs) I do too. I do too. And because I think... The last couple shows, me and Ren, we both predicted the Rumble winners pretty easily for, like, the last few Rumbles. Like, it was almost just kind of just laid out on the table. Um, and I got to commend that. You know, these these two-year Rumbles, there's not too much, like, 
the last two years, you just knew, okay, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre. You just kind of knew. Um, this year, it seems a little more open. And, you know, with 30-plus years of the Rumble, my personal favorite Rumble is 2001. Mm. Where, now, in hindsight, you know, Steve Austin coming back from injury, it was like, okay, Steve's going to win. But as a 12-year-old going on 13, it could have been Steve. It could have been The Rock. It could have been Undertaker. It could have been Kane. You didn't know. You just didn't know. So that's, I think it's one of the great things about the Rumble. 04 when Benoit won. I didn't see it being Benoit. Um, now, we saw Rey Mysterio, 06. That was kind of kind of a given yeah. to an extent. But I didn't see Taker winning in 07. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of Rumbles, a lot of the fun is just not knowing who's going to win. I think this is one of those where we, we, got that, we got that going. So hence our three, our three totally different picks. Exactly. So They're all good picks, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, really, the only reason I went with Rhea Ripley is because I have a SmackDown winner for the men's Rumble. And so maybe Rhea Ripley goes to Raw. Uh, maybe, they, maybe they split it up, you know, split the stories that way. Um, for the men's Royal Rumble. Dev, who you got as uh, some of our surprise entrants in, in your final four? Ooh, surprise entrances. Ugh. See, I believe that one, about 17 or 18 have been uh, announced so far. Yeah, yeah, they have. They mm-hmm. have. Uh, I know I got Bobby Lashley in the final four. This man has been a one-man wrecking crew. Yes, like, he has. He doesn't even need his boys. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like he he single handedly squashed retribution that trash ass factor man <laughs> what a time made <laughs> T bar snap slapping that neck meat you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying I'm like ah look at you man really what an awful what an awful stable <laughs> the fucking worst big trash big trash Go it was ahead. trash before Ali got there. And then when Ali got there, I'm like, okay, you picked my interest. Right. Because he's the leader. And then it went worse. <laughs> oh, come <It's> on. Worse. <laughs> Bobby's making people tap. You got the fiend oh. staring slapjack. Dude, got them boys was, out of there. I forget yeah. which pay-per-view it was. It was like two. I think it was uh, It was a couple pay-per-views ago where Bobby Lashley defended against like Slapjack. And defended the USL against Slapjack. And... The whole retribution team came to attack Bobby Lashley, and he he made short work of all of them before the hurt business made it down the ramp. I'm like, oh, throw them in rice, throw them in rice. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Throw them in rice. Yeah. <laughs> they I'm ain't like, got you it. Don't need, he doesn't need them. No. And then when when Shelton and, and Cedric couldn't get along, he was like, man, you know, fuck that, man. I got this. Facts. But. Ram in a leak in a in a vicious ass hurt lock. <laughs> Facts. Ah, Let him know what's up. Dog just mauling somebody, bro. Yes. I'm like, this this is just not fair, and he yes. needs to be in the main event. Facts. Facts. So you yeah, got, uh, you got Lashley. You final four. I got Lashley. I got Daniel Bryan. Uh, man, Jay Uso. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. That's not a bad choice. Jay Uso in the final four. It would just make sense, man, because if he not, then let's believe yeah. head of the table is going to say some shit about it. True, <laughs> hey, true enough. Hey, that's a good point. Like, you, 
we got a plan. You supposed to go over the raw, get the title. True. Little line. You know. You messing saying? up the plan? Yeah. Right. Right. So. Mm. Okay, Ren. Who you got in your final four? Oh, did you? Oh, so you, oh, you said uh, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, Jay Uso. Who's your fourth? Fourth. Edge. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I forgot announced. he did make that late announcement. Made that so, announcement. Yeah. True, true, true. That's not a bad choice either. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ren, who you got in your final four? I've got, got Keith Lee, mm. Mm. Daniel Bryan, mm. Ray Wyatt, mm. and Big E. Big E. Okay. So we see the return of The Fiend. Getting Randall Keith up out of there. <laughs> oh, the fuck out of there. Out of there. So let me ask this, because there's so cause the rumble is so is so many potential storylines. Mm. Now we got Edge coming back. Who Ooh, wow. I got AJ Styles doing like way too much at Mania. <laughs> Cause Edge versus AJ Styles at Mania. I gotta get one of the two. I gotta Ooh, get one of the AJ. two. Because I was thinking, I mean, when Edge left, he was still embroiled in his feud with Randy Orton. They had the greatest wrestling match ever. And, you know, the rumor forever was, you know, Edge, Orton at Mania, you know, Edge, Orton too. But Orton is deeply entrenched with the, with the Fiend right now. So do they cut that off and finish that in February and then build a whole new feud for both of them come uh, WrestleMania? Do they go back to Edge and Orton? If they keep, you know, Orton and Fiend going, what does Edge do? He'll definitely be involved in WrestleMania. Um, does AJ Styles just have two matches? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do we do there? Um, you mentioned Keith Lee as well, Bobby Lashley. You think Bobby Lashley's going to be giving up the U.S. title to, to Matt Riddle? Hell no. No? <laughs> oh, Hell no, man. I don't know, bro. Bro, I'd rather not, but I don't know. I mean, it's just like I mean they they throw those little swerves in the fucking in their in their stable like they've been doing every once in a while, you know, where there's turmoil in between each other and shit mm-hmm. like that. But I think that's just a fucking I think that's just a smokescreen. I think Bobby's gonna keep that title. Yeah, they gotta get Cedric in line, man. He'll get him back in line. He's feeling himself a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it's too it's too soon for dissension with the Hurt business. They've been the best yeah. thing on Raw, even if they're just and maybe they're just teasing the breakup, getting my heart going. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think I think they're teasing the breakup, and I said maybe it will be like uh, maybe a change of leadership, like mm. maybe because when when uh, the Hurt faction went went against you know Graham and 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 Matt Riddle, it was like I saw. I saw like a little partnership or like it was Shelton Benjamin and MVP kind of just closed up and then mm. it was and I see it and I peeped like Bobby Lashley got his arm on, on uh Cedric, you know, mm. just let everything is all good. You know, when you got you know, when you a brother, you doing Yeah, this, you pull a little, yeah. You know, yeah. You letting him, <laughs> him the game to him, putting no him on doubt. game. I was like, hmm. Maybe it'll be like a change of leadership. In mm. rankings, like maybe gotcha. now Cedric is the number two. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP three, Shelton. You know he's always going to be fourth. True, 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 true. This is definitely like the 2020 version of Evolution. Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
And arguably, they look better in their suits. The black and gold thing going on. Um, so I love it, man. Keep that together as long as possible, as long as you can. Um, yeah, I'm down for the hurt business. There's not a lot of great stuff happening on Raw. So, I mean, let the let the, let the the good stuff keep going. Uh, we mentioned Revolution earlier. Um, uh, Retribution, sorry. We mentioned Retribution earlier. I'm really intrigued by the Ali-Kofi Kingston thing that they're building. Yeah, because that's two years in the making, man. Yeah. You know, I, when, when I saw the promo, I'm like, okay, now you're on to something. Yep. Man, now you're on to something yeah. that Ali, because Ali, he, he knocks out a park with promos. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. even since 205 Live days, when I was watching 205 Live, you know what I'm saying? And he would kick off these awesome promos, him being in the streets, him talking about I'm, I'm being this light, you know, yeah, some yeah. real inspirational shit. And, and I like how he just, came back and kind of came full circle and talked about Kofi taking his opportunity away, you know, and you had went on to have Kofi Mania, and now he's taking his spot for the World Rumble, yeah. which is cool, and maybe they'll possibly have a match for WrestleMania because WrestleMania is two nights, True. and I can possibly burst Kofi for WrestleMania. That's a good undercard match for a two-night Mania. Like if it was one time. night, one night maybe not so much, but, but two nights I see that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You think we get the? Uh, you think we get Kofi coming back for for the Rumble? Do we get the the signature Kofi spot and then he gets eliminated? <laughs> Man. Man, that's a that's a good that's a good pick for if you want to do a surprise entry too, because because yeah. they still saying he's still hurt with the, the broken the jaw. jaw. Yeah. 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 So I can see that too, man. Him, you know, having one of those epic, you know, Royal Rumble saves, but probably getting, I, probably uh, he'll take Mustafa Ali out too in the yeah, process. True, 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 true. I could totally see, and I, I could totally see Ali going over Kofi at that match too. For some reason, I think Kofi would 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 want that to mm. put him over in that, that situation. Retribution needs all the help they can get, but uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, something clean. Um. Yeah, I mean, we watched the last few Rumbles, man. Kofi in the Rumble has been just mitigated to the Kofi save spot and then eliminate him. Like, get Kofi <laughs> in there. Get the, the creative spot. And Naomi, too. Throw Naomi yeah. in there. The yeah. creative, like, black athletic spot. And then just throw him out. Uh, I believe we had a lot of discourse about last year's Rumble. Or maybe it was the year before about, like, I don't think any black people eliminated anyone else. They just did, like, athletic stuff and then got... Got tossed out in rather violent fashion. Um, I have to go back and watch. I'll, I'll save my spirits. Um, <laughs> so, as far as the men's rumble, what do y'all think about a surprise return from Brock Lesnar? Hmm. I don't think he's going to do it. You don't think so? I think the only way he's coming back is there's fans out there. Yeah. I'm not mad yeah. at that. Yeah. Uh, or if it's a good payday too, because he is motivated yeah. by money. It will always, it will always be that. Yep. <laughs> like, that bag is right. I'll be from, there. Like each program. Say it again. See how much money they've made this year from just each like program? Nuh-uh. They're getting fucking paid. I mean, it's huh. like it's hundreds of millions from each yeah. program. You know what? Which, and we'll get back to Brock Lesnar and the Rumble. I meant to ask this before we fully got started. We gotta now. We gotta talk about the WWE Network and Peacock deal. Yeah, what the fuck is that? What do y'all think about this whole thing? (laughs) 
What do y'all think with the song? Because uh, I know Vince has had a long 30-plus-year relationship with Dick Ebersaw at NBC. They're super tight. So I'm not. there's no surprise to me that they're, they, they, they're getting back in bed with NBC. It just seems to come up have come out of nowhere. ESPN has cut ties. Just overall, any thoughts about what y'all think about this whole Peacock deal? With me, I, I, I look at it from a business aspect because – you know, hey, it's a smart business move because now you got more eyes on it now. Mm-hmm. Because before you only had your own platform catered to the hardcore wrestling fan. Right. So it's only you're only in your own bubble now. But now you're part of Peacock when they got other shows like The Office, uh, Saved by the Bell, all these Seinfeld, originals, all these shows yeah. that people watch, and then they might see, oh, they got wrestling. Let me check this out now. So that is that's just a smart money move, man. Yeah, to get to get the casual fan that you know to cross over and, and who they love and, exactly, man. So yeah. to, to me, it's a smart move. No doubt, Ren. Any, any thoughts? Oh no, I'm signing with Devin on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I I really I really don't see any any negative aspect from this. I mean, for the for the company, like you said, Dev, that's new eyes. You you tagged in with with the Peacock streaming service NBC for people who already own the network. You paying the same nine ninety nine. You getting the WWE Network content plus the Peacock content for free already. Yeah, yeah, that same man. So they got two. They got two prices, man. So it's either five bucks with the ads or ten bucks without the ads. Or I'll take if some you have, or you have to have, or you already have the Xfinity service, you already get it for free. Word, okay. See, I didn't even know that part. Yeah, yeah. and I, listen, I've been paying the nine ninety nine. I'll take some commercials. I'll take some ads. I and, uh, I, got, and I got my service. I'm like, oh, so I get to save ten bucks a month. Right? Hey, Bet. you good? Yeah, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you good? Oh man, see, absolutely. I had been, uh, I had watched this show. So, like, you know, Bravo, the Bravo Network, it's a subsidiary of NBC. So whenever you want to feel like a, a really rich suburban white woman, just go watch the Bravo Network. And I was watching a show called Below Deck. Uh, it wasn't a show that I had seeked out. It was a show I got sucked into by my company. But I was watching this about this uh, this luxury cruise ship line and like their own like inner workings, but also like each client that they got to deal with on two and three day trips. Like, I was flipping my hair for about seven, eight episodes. I got sucked in. I'm not going to lie. My waves turned into 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 crimps. Like, it just, I was sucked in, man. I, I was, yeah, I was a rich suburban white woman for about three hours. It was great. So, was that now. that a break room show, TV show? What's up? Is that a break room TV show or something like that? Because you said it was from, like, it was fluent through your job. No, no, my, no, oh, yeah, not that company. Okay. Oh, I got yeah, you. yeah, I got yeah. I, I forgot her name, but uh, it was uh, it was no. Nah, I was I was kind of sucked in. I was kind of sucked in, and so now, now that they launching in with with Peacock because it's on the Peacock streaming service, mm-hmm. I ain't got to pay that extra five. I might have to go see what's up with the with the cruise ship team and how they made it out of this. So diversify yourself. Diversify yourself. Sex in the City coming back soon. Uh, as far as the Royal Rumble goes, however, my final four, uh, I'm going to go with, I got it written down here, Keith Lee. I also have Bobby Lashley in my final four, Daniel Bryan in my final four, and Seth Rollins. I 
think we see the return of the Messiah. Mm. The the, my, uh, the Friday night Messiah. Yeah, that's one of my uh, surprise entrances with Seth. Yeah. Seth. It's been the game. The game been missing Seth, man. The game that's been true. missing Seth. I don't know if we can turn him baby face yet. That's oh, kind of hard to make the baby make him a baby face. But he still got mileage on SmackDown as a heel. Um, and it's missing, you know, it's missing a number two heel on, on SmackDown. So somebody to uh, to feud with, you know, an upcoming baby face before they maybe take on Roman Reigns. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. At all. And plus, I would love to see the Roman Reigns-Seth Rollins dynamic. Oh, yeah. Now, how it would look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the Cyber Chief and, and the Friday Night Messiah. Oh, man. I'm, Let him know, like, hey. I run shit now. You're my number two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm I'm down. They've and we talked about it before. I gotta commend WWE. They they they've done a great job at evolving characters. Like, uh, one of my surprise interests just off the top of my head, Braun Strowman. How he's evolved his look. Seth Rollins was the architect from the Shield, and then he was the number one guy in the uh, what was the name of the not the corporation, the Authority. The authority. Um, and then he was on his own, and now he's the Messiah. Roman Reigns, his evolution. So I've, I've got I've committed how they've you know they've evolved their characters. So I would love to see how those two you know interact together. Um, do I have any other surprise entrance? Feel free to shoot y'all out if y'all got any. I'm just thinking off the top of my head now. I, I don't have a surprise entrance, but it's something that we forgot to mention. Yes. Uh, does Miz cash in? Woo! Yes, we did forget to mention that. Wow. <laughs> that's a great question. And while I'm thinking this question, let me ask you, because it's something that's came up, that's come up a lot of times with us. Is the money in the bank concept washed? So <laughs> who won it the year before? Was it Bear Corbin? Um, the year before, no, I think was, I think he was a few years back. Okay, I don't who know did why that stick out so before? So recently, <laughs> right? Because he because he lost. Braun, yeah. was it Braun? Yeah, he was he was twenty eighteen. He was twenty eighteen because he tried to he he cashed in. I think at Hell in a Cell with Roman Reigns. Otis, he was twenty twenty. Shit, who was the twenty nineteen Money in the Bank winner? Yeah, I'm about to look this up. Yeah, I'm about to Google it real quick because I'm <laughs> I'm bugging. Because yeah, Braun he just cashed it in with with uh, Roman Reigns. Um, Corbin he lost. Cena he lost. Um, and then Otis. Oh, Brock. Brock. Yeah. Brock. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Now he turned into a boombox with the right, with the speakers. Yeah, on. And shit. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, true. It was Brock. It was Brock. Um I personally feel like it's been kinda washed the last few years. Like they've been kinda like I don't even know like what this is now. Like technically Morrison tried to cash it in at TLC so it didn't count. Yeah. So they gave it back. It, it lost its purpose. Yeah. His purpose used to be to put the mid card immediately catapult them to the main card. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now you have main cards winning money in the bank, mm-hmm. or yeah, so you had a couple of mid cards who won it who squander it. Yeah. And that kind of defeats the purpose of of the money in the bank, you know, concept. Right. Like right, yeah, right. I get that. You know, you want to put that out there, but. I would like to. I would like to have like a hundred percent, or even not even like a more of a ninety percent chance. But it, 
what what is down to seventy five now? More so, if you if you win it, you're gonna get it. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I'm not so mad at the people who have lost it. I I think I'm more mad at like it's like every money in the bank winner. If they be if they take a while to cash it in, they take a lot of L's before they cash it in. So it's like if you're gonna cash in and lose, at least be like a somewhat dominant superstar on the way up. Now, there could be a way where if you cash it in, it just looks like you blew it, but that's up to creative to get it right. Yeah. You could be a dominant superstar, then try to cash it in and not cash in, but not necessarily look like you blew it or that you just a, that you just a choke artist. You know what I mean? So. Personally, I kind of think it's a little washed. I think we need a little more creativity on what they do next. But yeah. I still like the concept. I mean, there's ideas I, that I'm sure haven't been haven't been reached yet. Um, what's, what's your most popular cash ins? Like your favorite cash in? Got to be Dolph. I love the Dolph cash in. Yeah, I, I would say me. It would be the it would be uh, Seth and yeah. Dolph. Yeah, Seth would go first because that that shit surprised me. Yeah, like. That was just like, oh shit, we're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> <a> true. <laughs> At Mania, okay. yeah. And then you know, for Dolph when he came out, like you felt the energy, the crowd, like this was his night. Yeah. And it, it they kind of set it up like he could squander it, but yeah. then he was able to get Del Rio, <laughs> and yeah. it was just a good feeling, man. It was. It was. Ren, you got a favorite? Uh, uh, no, it was either Seth or Dolph. Yeah, for sure. those got to be the two. The way, like for me, and the the better one was Seth. It was WrestleMania, the main event, and we never saw the idea of changing a match to a triple threat match. Best best one. I love the Dolphin because of the energy. The night after Mania, and when his music hit, the crowd <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Like, that's one of the reasons why we need fans again to tell that story, to put that feeling in your body. Your your body changes when you hear that 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 pop. Mm-hmm. So when that that song came on, they lost it, and then when he finally hit the one two three, they lost it again. It just and at that time, I was a huge Dolph guy, huge Dolph guy. And so when he finally, yeah, Big E and AJ in the ring, you can see Big E's trying to keep his composure. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a part of this huge moment. Like, it was great. It was yeah. great. It was great. Um, but, yeah, back to you, Quinn. Do you think you think Miz cashes in? I don't think he does. I think that'll be a Monday night thing. Mm. I think, well, I mean, I think we're going to wait until we're going to, I mean, they've fucked it. I mean, they fucked it up with John Morrison doing that cashing and then shit. Right. Let's let's wait a little bit. Yeah, see what happens. Okay. What you think, Dad? Will he wait until WrestleMania? Oh. Because <sighs> we haven't had that. What since what was that? Twenty fourteen. Uh, the Seth one. Yeah. Uh, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Okay. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, so uh, I can see him. Yeah. I can see him doing a WrestleMania or on Monday night. Mm. Or. Yeah, yeah, Monday night. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's do a fantasy booking. Because AJ Styles can only be in one can only be in one match at Mania, right? So let's say let's say it's AJ Styles versus Edge. Let's say Goldberg beats Drew McIntyre. Let's say they go John Cena versus Goldberg at Mania. 
And let's say John Cena gets number 17. Now, clearly John Cena can't run a full schedule. So maybe the next night on Raw, we cap off this Miz John Cena years-long storyline. And Miz cashes in on John Cena the night after Mania to tie up number 17, tie up Goldberg, and to tie up that storyline. I'd be good with it. Yeah, I'm actually good with that, man. Just the way you just broke that shit down, and, yeah. and it's coming full circle for Miz. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, they might even try to fucking around and have fans at the at the Raw after Mania. Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Why not um, them trying to have fans at Mania, and the plus, the type of fans that would be at Mania would liken to like AEW fans. That were that there for every week. Smart fans, dedicated fans. You're not gonna get no casual fans, I don't think, at Mania. At least I think not 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 the majority. I think the majority will be smart fans. Mm. So no, I, I I think they will wait until there is crowd back fans yeah. for them to do the cash in. Yeah. Yeah, true enough. True enough. That makes sense. What happened to Otis, man? What's to your guy? Man, <laughs> fuck Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. He had the babe. He had the briefcase. He ain't Bruh, got shit anymore. My man lost it all. Lost his homie. His homie left him. Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tucky left him. We ain't. We ain't. We ain't seen Tucky since. <laughs> what Tucky doing, bro? Right. What Tucky doing? <laughs> Yo. I saw him like the night after he he swerved his guy and yes. he had like this clean shit. I almost didn't recognize. Him. I thought it was just a jobber. I thought it was a legitimate job, and I was like, "Oh man. shit, that's Tucky." Man, <laughs> big generic, big generic uh, tights, big generic theme song. Yeah, big regular. Oh wow, yeah, wow, wow, wow. What's Otis doing now? He's uh being guided by Chad Gable. Uh, yeah, with the whole American Alpha training. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least I mean, hey, they doing some with Chad Gable. That's a, that's yeah. another underutilized yeah. talent. So. Uh, but yeah, man. Back to your Rumble winners, man. We'll start with Dev. Who's your, who is your winner for the 2021 Royal Rumble? Oh man. So this is this is where it gets kind of hard for me because I'm trying to think about so like SmackDown or Raw. Mm. And I have to see. Almost, I'm leaning towards SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That's the A show. Yeah. Yeah, it Just is. The head, head of the table, man. It's the reason why I tune in. True. True <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, I got DB, man. I got Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I got, I got, I see Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief versus Daniel Bryan. I hear you. How you see that storyline going? Any, any particular reason you chose him? It's, you, you well, they, they, Earlier, when Jay Uso was going his going through his transgressions of mm. trying to figure out what he needs to do, they kind of did a little foreshadowing how he jumped DB, right? You know what I'm saying? And KO was helping him, so I think we might circle back to to that. Yeah, I hear that's, you. that's that's how I see the the build starting. True, 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 mm. true. Yeah, man, Ren, how you see it, man? I'm actually going with Daniel Bryan as well. Yeah. Um. He's, uh, his schedule's getting trimmed down a little bit here, coming up soon. So why not give him a Royal Rumble moment, and then 
fucking give him another WrestleMania moment where we know both of those two will fucking go. It's yeah. a safe main event. Yeah. It's people love it. I mean, fuck. We've seen, we've seen Daniel Bryan fight twice at WrestleMania 30. And it <laughs> True was enough. fucking awesome. True enough. True enough. So, like, he's, he's reliable. Yeah. That yeah. Part. True enough. True enough. I am also going with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> as my winner of the 2021 Rumble. The story is right there, right? The the foreshadowing with Jey Uso, but also, I mean, just the story of Daniel Bryan. This is the only thing he hasn't done is win a Rumble. Um, he's talked out loud about, you know, kind of winding down his professional career. But also, there's another built-in story right there. Um, I believe it was 2016, um, no, 2015, before Roman Reigns went to fight Brock Lesnar, he fought Daniel Bryan at Fastlane 2015 to decide, you know, the number one contender, and Roman Reigns won there. Daniel Bryan's story of being the ultimate underdog, uh, his story of being the one that the people love, you know, he's this version, he's, he didn't call himself the people's champion, he called himself the planet's champion, but he's the people's champion, right? He's the, he's, he's our people's champion, and I think... That's a great story to go up against the head of the table, the guy, the elitist, the guy fighting for legacy, um, and Daniel Bryan fighting for his legacy. One big last run. Um, the guy who came back from career-ending injury. Yes. You know what I mean? The story. Thought he was done. Thought he was done. Thought he was done. Um, the guy who, you know, he went through his quick transition of becoming the planet's champion and then calling Kofi Kingston a B-plus player. <laughs> and now he's come back and brought it back around. He's, he's thinking straight. Uh, he's got more to fight for, his wife, his family, himself. He's being uh, – he had a quick little storyline with Drew Gulak where he was learning from Drew and kind of teaching Drew. Now he's kind of learning from Chad Gable. So, I mean, there's a little rub there. I think the story's there. I think the story's there. Um, that's a hell of a match to build to. The promos will be great. The match itself will be great. I'm seeing uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. And if you notice, like, the build towards, towards Royal Rumble, he is pretty much the only wrestler who's going in with no momentum. Like, yeah. he's lost lost matches. Everybody else, you know, Shinsuke, Cesaro, AJ, just, you know, even Bobby, just yeah. looking good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Sheamus, too. Yeah. Just looking good going into Royal Rumble. So that stands out like a sore thumb to me. I'm like, oh, right. yeah. I, Daniel Bryan, yeah. He, he's no doubt. Yep, so yep. I, I love it. He's losing his matches, but he'll find a way to outsmart the competition. He'll probably come in within the first, first 11, first 12. I don't, not, not quite 15. I think he'll come in the first 11 or 12, somehow outlast okay. it. And... Yeah, man, and, and and make it all the way through. I see it, man. Ren, any other thoughts? How you thinking? Oh, that's oh, that's gonna be it for me, man. I'm fucking looking forward to that. She's on it. I hope that. I mean, I hope that's what happens. Just because that'll be that's a perfect WrestleMania match. Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is, fellas. We have broken down the 2021 Royal Rumble, the Roller Rumble, the AFC and NFC Championship, on the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, I know we looked at the car. We was all like, eh, but uh, how, y- how y'all feeling now? This is the reason why we break it down, man. It helps me get excited. So Absolutely. I, you know, every time, even on a podcast, you know, with my with my bro, Fees, like sometimes we'll go in predictions, not feeling that 
excited. Yeah. But coming out like, you know what? After yeah. breaking that shit down, you know, I'm, I'm pumped, bro. Let's, Facts. you know, oh, let, let's do this. I'm ready yeah. to watch it. So, Absolutely. yeah, man. Going in, I was like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm there, but I'm not all the way there. Now I'm like, okay, I'm pumped. I'm now excited. we own it. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, what you thinking, man? Oh, no, same shit. I mean, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. You know. True enough. True enough. It's hard to have a bad rumble. We've seen some. We've seen some. They, they, they. We've seen some. Yeah, but uh, I'm f- <laughs> 20, 2015 comes out to mind. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this one. This will be a good two rumbles. Uh, the women they've had great rumbles each year, each three years. I think they're going to be on another on the path to another one. Um, I think again, you know, the 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 COVID era pay per views. They've all been really solid. And I think they need another one to knock it out the park. This being a signature event, so I, I feel good that they won't uh, they won't go out of their way to be too too zesty, too spicy. They'll just kind of just just do what they need to do. So let me ask y'all this question because when yes, you sir. said like you know these pay per views during the COVID area, you know they've been kind of not sucking. Yeah. So is that because the fans are not there to dictate? Because sometimes the fans can suck the energy out. Mm. And, you know, it just you could feel like, oh, man, this this fight is kind of boring. And you can see how no, the crowd is not in it. So that some way can affect you mm. as well. But now they control the crowd. They fill in this pipe noise, you know, right. all of that. Right. Shit. So it's and, and when you brought that up, it got me thinking, like, is is does that play does that play a huge part, too? Because True. WWE controls the crowd now. Good question, Ren. What you think? I, I got my idea. Go ahead, Ren. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the piped in uh, chants mm. or booze or shit like that because I right. feel like they kind of they're kind of like telling us who to cheer for and who to hate. Right. Like, that's why I don't like that. But um, like adding the Thunderdome to the mix, I think it actually I think it helps because I mean you get to see actual faces at least. I hear you. And see a little bit of excitement or shock. Mm. You know. Yeah. I um uh, I like the Thunderdome visually seeing the faces. I'm I'm the same as y'all. I don't I don't like the piped in noise. I don't like the piped in noise at all. Um don't 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 tell me how to feel. <laughs> right. <laughs> um I think though what they've what they lack in crowd noise, crowd participation, they've made up for an actual in ring product. I think it's the actual in-ring product that has made the pay-per-views decent. Um, you know, having a the crowd there, they already got the ticket. They already bought the ticket. They got the money, so they can get away. And they got our nine ninety nine, <laughs> so they can kind of get away with putting on maybe a subpar match here or there. Um, but with the COVID era, I feel like whatever subpar match they've put on, they kept it to a minimum. They gave it minimal time and filled it up with. They got a lot more people at home. They got to fill the who a lot of people with a lot more options. Mm. They could go to Netflix. They can go watch football. They can watch basketball. They've got a lot more competition and a lot more people at home to where even if the stories have been subpar, the actual in ring action has stood tall. Has stood tall. So. That's a great question. Great question. I'm and I'm and I'm looking forward to this one. Um, 
What uh, which match are looking forward to the most? Y'all got a y'all a uh, match I'm looking forward to the most? Probably the uh, last man standing match. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I I would say for, with me it's a tie. It would be the Men's World Rumble and and you know head of the chief. Yeah. I mean head of head of the table. Head of the table. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Me too. Me too. Same there. Last man standing match and 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 I should say both rumbles, but the men's rumble because because sexism. Let's just not whatever. Let's just why lie. Um, but yes, the 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 men's rumble looking forward to. And I think more so too. There's more distinguished characters. We're more conditioned to the men being in the rumble, and there's less like there's less people announced for the women's rumble. So I think they got to fill it up with a lot of superstars that uh, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot more fluff. A lot of people who can't win, they're still building up the nostalgia aspect, or they're gonna use the nostalgia aspect. And there's gonna be a lot of people who just are just gonna be th- be there for being there. Say we might see Molly Holly, we might see Tori Wilson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> might see Kelly Kelly. Say it again. Definitely gonna see Weeda. Might see lead. Well, hey, we might not see Lita now. You have you heard the recent Lita news? No. Oh no! Well, she said that uh, she was forced to do the live sex celebration with Edge. Oh yeah, I did ago. hear about that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if she didn't do it, she'd have got fired. Mm. She's gonna say fuck so, them this year. Lose she they they might say fuck her this year. <laughs> Lose my number. <laughs> um, which you know makes you wonder how that might affect like a Trish Stratus because they're really tight. Um, so how that might affect it. Um, maybe Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega ain't coming back. That's a wrap. No, no, uh, that's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't even see Alistair Black. We didn't even see Alistair Black since then. Oh, no, so he, he ain't yeah. coming back. That man ain't gonna stay in his closet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All the lights off. No windows. The blinds are closed. Absolutely, absolutely. That is the Royal Rumble, twenty twenty one. Um, real quick, man, we can touch on some AEW NXT news. Um, I'm really intrigued with what's going on with Kenny Omega. Did you guys catch the, the most recent AEW episode? Uh, tonight, no. I was watching NXT. Watching the Dusty NXT. Classic. Yeah. I'm yeah. really intrigued. You know, and even on that note, I'm really looking forward to the UE versus Thatcher and Ciampa. Man, bro. That, 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 that match sticks out. That, that match sticks out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because last week, I actually watched AEW first, but to me, I felt it was like probably one of the most subpar episodes. Mm. And then I watched NXT after that. I'm like, man, I actually missed out. I should have watched this first. Watched this first, so, yeah. Right, so that's why this week or tonight, I put I put NXT first because it's a tournament. I love tournaments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? AEW, they're just doing, they're just booking to the next pay-per-view. Mm. And, and I love women's wrestling, too. Yeah. Like I'm a big advocate for women's wrestling. I don't get Word. that a lot on AEW. True, true. There's a lot to there's a lot to pick apart there. A lot to pick apart. Ren, what you think about uh did you catch the AEW NXT? Anything you looking forward to? Yeah. Anything you looking forward to on either channel? I'm looking forward to uh Beach Break. I'm looking forward to uh next week. Yeah. Uh, in the Good Bros versus uh John and uh Ray. Yeah. And Pac. That is gonna be a good one. I want to, because uh, there's a lot happening with AEW. I like the whole, you know, Young Bucks, Good Brothers thing going on and their kind of decision there with Kenny, kind of, you know, fighting for Kenny's attention. I want to, uh, you mentioned, you know, the women's division. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a big believer too. I think NXT has the best women's division going on. What do you think we're lacking with AEW in their women's division? Well, at first I thought maybe they didn't have the talent mm. because it it kind of looked like that in the beginning stages of AEW. Mm. But then I was like, hell no, Big Swole, Nyla Rose, Sheeta, yeah, Thunder Rosa, yeah. I'm like Britt Baker, yeah, but yet. At most, we'll see one women's segment. You know what right. I'm saying? And then if we get one women's segment, we don't we don't get a women's match. Gotcha. Right? We get a we get a women's match, no women's segment. And then, but we get all this time for for uh, for the tag team mm-hmm. division. Like I understand you guys want to you know tag team tag teams want to make tag teams strong. And then and then Cody too, man, and he's taking up all the time. <laughs> That's it's coming out to the disservice to your women's division. Yeah, and and I was in a I was in two separate debates. You probably saw that one. I saw some. Yeah, our, yeah, 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 yeah. Neil Fees was in debates about because we because I think his brother put out a post about ranking the women's division uh-huh. uh, from from different wrestling promotions, like you know from best to worst. You know, I had NXT at the top. I had I believe I think I had was it i know i had nxt smackdown impact nxt uk mm. but aew aew was at the bottom i hear you all right and then one of my friends dom shout out to him in this podcast top of wrestling talk he had aew like third mm. but yet nxt uk smackdown at the bottom i'm like really? that's interesting yeah and we we kicked off a debate yeah and i'm like Nah, that that doesn't make sense, sir. That, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I'm like, you, you're telling me to be patient, but no, they have women that can go. I can understand mm-hmm. they didn't have women that, that can go, and I will be patient with that. Mm-hmm. But they have women that can go that are ready to go, yeah. and they don't showcase that. Gotcha. That's the issue I have. Like yeah. people telling me to be patient about that. I'm like, I hear you, but look at it this way, you know. Women are doing wrestling at a right now at an all time high, better than some of the men. And you have some of these women who are badasses for AEW, like Sheeta. She's your champion, right? But I barely see her, right? You know, what right? I'm saying? I don't even get a backstage pr- promo or just a segment about her, right? Serena D when she came on, Hafiz made a good point about all right. I get it. She's a good wrestler, no doubt. But what's the story? What motivates her? Okay. Why is she champion for NWA? You know what I'm saying? Because if anything, I didn't see anything, anything like Thunder Rosa at that time. Because I'm not seeing anything from for Serena D. Mm-hmm. It's not. They don't put in the time and effort, but yet they put in the time and effort for Cody Rhodes. Especially, you know, if if I'm getting ready to have a child, so I'm gonna tell y'all two times in that same night. I'm gonna right. big ass. <laughs> and I'm gonna come out and let y'all guys know while. While Brandy's running her, you know, rubbing her stomach. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not downplaying about, you know, about having a child. It's the most beautiful thing. No doubt. But you got to do that two times, my guy. <laughs> right. Two times. Right. One right. of those segments could have been used for the girls. That's True all enough. I'm saying, man. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> Ren, any thoughts on the women's division? I think, a lot of great points there I want, I want to uh, address. Any thoughts, Ren? No, uh, I agree with him. Like, it's, I mean, Cody's taking up a lot of time. Fucking Sting and Darby. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Sting comes out there and just 
Sting's came out there like four times now and hasn't done shit. True. He ain't really. He's yeah. not going to. Right. Like, no, Cody that, came that out for his, his Sting debut, though. Yeah. You know, he yeah. Hey, Cody did too. jump in that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. I, um, I'll start with the women's division. I think the thing with AEW, because and cause I agree, their their women's division, they're building it. It's the it's the last thing that they're building. They're building everything else up. I didn't realize it took me a while to realize with their TNT championship, like Darby only defended it once. He won it in November, <laughs> and defended it for the first time two weeks ago. Funny enough, um, a quick thought. But as far as the women's division goes, the thing that AEW can kind of lean back on is that they treat it kind of like an athletic, like a more athletic presentation in the sense that they've got top five rankings. And so we're used to wrestling being storyline, 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 storyline. Whereas, so they've got the storylines, but also we don't know anything about Hikaru Shida. We don't know anything about Serena Deeb, but we do know that they are champions. And so... Hikaru Shida's been champion for so long. That's who she is. And so if we get a title match between Hikaru Shida and the number two contender with no build, well, the story is she's a fighting champion, and this person is the number two contender. She earned it. And so we get a lot of... So like Cody Rhodes, he's not a champion anymore. He's always got a story. Um, it's like they can use their championships to be their own story, but if you don't have a championship, that's when you get a little bit more character development. So we saw Big Swole and Britt Baker, um, Thunder Rosa, we're seeing a little bit more who Thunder Rosa is through Britt Baker as well, um, Anna Jay a little bit with Dark Order, so we're seeing little glimpses of character being built. As far as the championships go, I think they use their championships as their own stories. Like, it makes sense. Okay, they're the number one contender. They get a title shot. That's the story you need. Do you believe in wrestling or not? <laughs> right? Cody Rhodes, I'm with y'all. He does get a lot of time. He gets a lot of time. <laughs> um, to me, though, I think Cody is compelling. He's a he's a hell of a promo. I'm not, I'm, I'm not quite all the way sold on this Shaq-Jade thing. Um, but... He does, as far as wrestling fans go, he's got name value. He's the son of the son of a plumber, right? And also, he's crossing over to TBS with the Go Big Show. He's got a Snoop Dogg remake, so Snoop Dogg getting a check from both the Sasha Banks theme song and the Cody theme song. Snoop getting it both ways. Uh, best splash I ever seen. Uh, <laughs> but so I can see him using Cody, you know, as like, hey, the little bit of crossover appeal because he's on the Go Big show. So let's feature him a little bit. Let's put him in the ring with Shaq. Let's let's feature him a little bit. But he, yes, he's on he's on TV a lot. <laughs> he's on TV a lot. Absolutely, all the pyro budget is going to go to Cody. <laughs> You, you made a point about, you know, the, the stories versus how AEW is more sports-oriented. Yeah. So, I hit you with... So, my question is, because of that, do you think AEW is catering to the wrong crowd now? Because if it's sports-oriented, that means they're catering to us. That's some shit we, we just know already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the hardcore fans, mm-hmm. so we know the background about 
you know, Sheeta the fighting champion. Right. And right. This is what I could commend on WWE side. You know, they treat it as as you're a new person. Mm-hmm. They want you to know about somebody. They'll throw like a, a good promo together. Right. Set the story, or they give you a good ass recap of the breakdown, and they treat you as if you're just brand new. And I can appreciate right. that if I could show a casual fan of this, like, hey, check this out. I want to show you something, but. If I need to show something to AEW, I got to break it down. I got to give him the whole script, then show right. him this, man. You know, I, that's a really good question. And I see it kind of in, in two different ways. So, like, I've got some friends who listen to the podcast who aren't wrestling fans. Mm. But they'll maybe be at the gym and see, like, SmackDown. And they'll be like, yo, like, how do you watch, how do you watch this? And I'll be honest, the WWE product is so polished. It's so overproduced. Mm-hmm. Whereas I remember now I'm using NXT as an example, but I remember telling the story about Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, how they went from the Cruiserweight Classic to being teammates to getting turned on, and my guys were like interested in the story, like they were like, "Oh wow, that's." Really kind of compelling. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So if I look at the AEW product, they've got better true nuanced stories that don't insult our intelligence. The stories make sense. And even while you could look at some of the stuff, especially some of the tag team stuff and say, okay, this is kind of choreographed. The athletic presentation catches the eye as well. So I think, to, to answer your question directly, I think they they promote to the smart fan a little more mm-hmm. but the stories and the athletic presentation it's like we want the we want we do want the lapsed fan but we don't want to insult your intelligence we don't want to pander to get it do you think last week's TNT championship match mm-hmm. you think they they insulted a lot of people intelligence because after, I'm sorry, after Brian Cage, Stephen Curry, you know what I'm saying, Darby <laughs> Allen, 25 feet right. in that table, I'm like, he won. It, right. He won, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm like, bro, the, the table imploded. Right. Dead. He, he won. True, true, true. That's a good point. That's a listen. Not everybody's going to survive that. Not everybody's yeah. going to survive that. But only I know how. He's physically tough because of because I watched AEW. They showed the right. vignettes of him doing stupid, crazy shit, right. jumping off stupid high ass platforms and all of that. The body bag you know with saying? the thumbtacks. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the the you know how physically tough he is, but like if I'm gonna show you know a, a random, I'm like, hey, check out this match. Right. They were like, bro, how did he win? Yeah, true, true. I, you know, and I think you can you know use it with you know how he did when he used it by he basically tied him up and just kind of cradled. It wasn't like an overpowering thing. It was tenacity and outsmarting him, and you know wearing him down how he did. Um, so showing how the little guy can win when he he probably shouldn't have won if you're looking at the hundred pound difference. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, Ren, what you think about this whole thing, man? Get it done. Withstand yeah. anything. Yeah. 
And for me too, I I always because I mean we grew up during you know the Monday Night War, the Monday Night War, and so with with my brain now thinking about the presentation, if you think about WCW back then, it was more of a mature, nuanced. Now it definitely had their faults, especially come ninety eight, ninety nine, <laughs> but ninety six, ninety seven during the heyday, it was a more mature, nuanced presentation. It didn't insult the intelligence, but you think of how the WWE went. The WWE went mature, but they didn't create nuanced storylines. They told you to suck it. They pulled out titties. It was lowbrow mature. It was maturity in the sense that you couldn't just let every ten year old watch this. Nah. But with I, was, w- I think I was fourteen, I'd be like, turn the TV off. Like my mom. Right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That TV 14 meant two different things on each channel. And WWE has always never, they've, for the most part, their storylines aren't that nuanced like that. We talk about their builds now for 2020. We talk about how their builds just haven't been there. But the, the production and the in-ring product has made it work. Whereas I like the gritty production a little more. Of the AEW production. So there's a greedy production, which I like a little more, but they rely on nuanced storytelling that doesn't insult your intelligence. And it's mature in the sense that it's nuanced and doesn't insult your intelligence. And then the end ring product. So I liken it, I, I kind of compare it the same way. TNT, where the drama lives, cut the check. Uh, nuanced story, a more mature presentation, whereas WWE. A little more lowbrow, if we're going to take it there. Lowbrow, low common denominator, to an extent. So, All right. My thoughts. <laughs> you know what? I, I can appreciate how you broke it down like that of of putting in a whole perspective for, for AEW, how they're the more gritty mm-hmm. and, like, almost similar to WCW. That sweet spot, 96-97, when yeah. it was actually winning the Monday Night Wars right. against, you know, Raw. So, I, I could, that makes a lot of sense uh, to me. Yeah. And even, you know, we talk about the best part of WWE is Roman Reigns. Yeah. He's, there. there's nothing lowbrow about Duke. No. Like, he, he it, it's nuanced, it's slow, it's, it's, it's thoughtful. It's very thoughtful and it's compelling stuff. So if they can permeate that to the other four and a half hours of TV they do per week, it might be a different discussion. When you make stories real or make it personal, it always resonates. You know, always. with somebody who's going through with the same shit. You know what I'm saying? You had when when they did the Jay and Roman. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, what was it? What match? It was after that pay per view when they had uh, was it the I Quit match um, in I the quit- cell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the I Quit match. It was an I Quit match uh, against Jay. And I remember that match putting me in tears because when Jimmy came out, he was like, man, like you ain't got to listen to this dude. Right. Just, you ain't got to like, do what you do. You prove what you do. I was like, oh, man. That's right. it in the field, <laughs> yes. bro. Come on. Yes. Brother giving you, like, giving you, trying to give you words of encouragement. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and Roman just not giving a fuck. And man. Then, and then he cut, he put on the tears and he was trying to show emotion. And then like, choked him out. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. 
And then he was like, all right, gotcha. Right, <laughs> it's right. I was right. like, oh, bro, that's cold. That was that great. Cold. Great yeah. storytelling, yes. It was. It yes, was, man. Absolutely. And I appreciate the fact that Cody Rose, what he does on AEW, when, you know, and I'm not even complaining about when when they do a Cody Rose story because they put a lot of time and effort into it. They have the, they have the crowd, it's thoughtful. you know, definitely all in for the ride, you right. know, especially when he, him and his brother went at it. Yeah. And they had that, that hell of a match. Yeah. You know, and I didn't think I would get that much invested, mostly invested in that match. Yeah. But here I am. You know, every Cody Rhodes match, I get invested because they put he they put the time and effort in. He has. But I'm just saying, story, yep. yeah. But I'm just saying that maybe some of that time and effort is coming at the the service of everybody of the else. Women. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We, we know who Cody is, and they're not. And 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 to their to to congratulate them, they're not just relying on Dusty. We know that Cody is Dusty's son, and they make reference to it. But Cody, he has his own path, um, starting from being Dusty's son. But, like, he was Stardust, and we hated Stardust, and he hated Stardust, right, you know? And he was promising as just Cody Rhodes. And then when Dusty passed, they still let him be, made him be Stardust. And then he left the big machine and had his, his bucket list of people he wanted to wrestle and did his own thing. So he has his story. So I, 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 I get why they focus, and the segments are good. I'm still, you know, this actually, if I had to think about it, if I had to choose, this might be the worst part of Cody, the Shaq and Jade thing. I think oh, yeah. Jade I is still figuring it out. Shaq is Shaq, but he just, I got to commend Shaq because he at least loves this. He loves it. He's not just a celeb <laughs> trying to get a payday. He at least loves it. Yeah. But this is probably the worst Cody storyline ever, but we on that path, so. The people involved love it. So, it's a great time to be a fan, as we keep saying. It is a great time to be a fan every Wednesday, uh, every every month. We got AEW Revolution coming up soon. Sting will be back on the screen. Uh, we got a tag team title match coming up soon. Young Bucks, they'll be determining their partners, uh, their their opponents. Over on AEW, they got a, uh, sorry, in NXT, they got a compelling storyline with Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, the UE. Um, I still smell a violent breakup coming, but they are. They the are. UE? I see it. I just don't know. They they dragging it slowly. It's going to hurt. It's oh, going to hurt bad. Man. It's going to hurt really bad. <laughs> Who do you think be the cause? You think it would be Adam? Because he's. I'm like, I'm done playing second fiddle to Kyle O'Reilly. Because he's been, he's, he's been in line. For a good two solid months so far, bro. I I kind of see it being on Adam. Ren, how you see it, man? I do, hundred percent. It. When we first talked about it, we thought that maybe they would put like an evolution on Kyle O'Reilly during New Year's Evil. Uh, it didn't happen, and now Finn is. You know, he's like, "Yo, Kyle, we got business, man. What's up?" And, you know, Finn stood with him for five seconds. It was like, nah, I'm still not with y'all. Like, we a quick favor. I'm not with y'all, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's I still see it. It's going to hurt. We got the Dusty Cup coming. Um, and, I mean, not a spoiler, but a prediction. I see Ciampa and Thatcher beating the UE. 
to continue their new tag team. So the UE got to do something else now. So I ooh, I don't know. Compelling stuff. Oh man, I never even like to until I came on this podcast. I, that thought never entered my mind about Word. UE splitting. Word. Yeah, like we talked about it on a podcast, but please kind of help me out and like, no, nah, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's they're the NXT. They're not gonna break that up. But you know, I've been seeing some of the cracks. Like, yeah. It's just. Adam Cole playing second fiddle, hell no, man. He's not right. gonna take that like that long. <laughs> it just it ever since he lost the title, they've they've not been floating, but they were off TV for a while, and then they unified for War Games. Yeah, but he didn't go right back into title contention, you know. So it's only so long. It's only so long. Faith Thugs can pretend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It's a compelling time, man. I we've talked a lot about how like NXT call ups. Now I'll, I'll be honest, you know, in the last year or so, they've done well with like the Street Profits, uh, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, um, Shinsuke's coming back, but like a lot of the NXT call ups floundering, floundering. Yes. Women, uh, I don't get too worried about because the call ups has been decent. Yeah, but the men has been piss poor. Yeah. And so I'd be nervous about the UE going to the Raw or SmackDown. No, no, no. I, I do not. I, I was talking about about uh, on the podcast about Adam Cole. I believe he's reached his ceiling with NXT. Mm. He can only, if he want to be something like somewhat close to Roman Reigns star mm-hmm. power. Yeah, I think AEW fits fits his. Uh, his brand, yeah, better. true. Because I, I can't, you know, you got Drew as the, as the champion, you got Roman Reigns as the champion. Where do Cole fit in between that? Right, it's too stacky, dude. And you got regular human, right? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. This ain't '96, and oh, they, were, <laughs> they was nervous with Sean, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, true. I mean, listen, if they, you know, Biggie's Intercontinental champ, if they look like they're putting together a nice little Intercontinental Championship, you know, title scene, he could fit in there. But even that, for so long, can only work for so long. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, just keep them there. Yeah, keep them there forever. Keep them there forever. <laughs> keep them there forever. Fellas, it's been a great podcast, man. Let's uh, let's break it down. Dev, uh, tell me how you can reach on the social medias, my man. Oh, uh, yeah, all the time. Like I said, it's the one-stopping shop. That is the ClarkStreetWrestling.com ST for the abbreviation. That's where we have our social websites, our links to our episodes. So if you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, we have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook wrestling group page called the Clark Street Wrestling Community. We're open arms to talk about all walks of life and wrestling. That's a private group, but if you want to invite, we'll open you to Welcome with open arms, man. So, yeah, that is ClarkStreetWrestling.com. Absolutely. Big Rand, let me know I can reach on the social media is my guy. Yeah, let me go. You find me on both Twitter and Instagram at A motherfucker, A underscore M, A A F H U C K A. Y'all can also find me on Snapchat, Moffed Up 316, M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. 
No doubt. Find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Ren at The Hard Camera on both Twitter and the Instagrams. Live commentary, witticisms, whatnot, heretoforth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a, a variety of different uh, platforms. Some listen on Spotify, some listen on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Radio Public, wherever you're listening. Tell the people you love, they'll tell the people that they like. Heartwarming content, heart-building content. Content that is really excited about the landscape of 2021. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. I'm broke, nigga, I'm broke. We'll got be kids. back. We got <laughs> Dev got kids. Me, I'm just broke because I ain't got no kids. I'm just living for self. Ren is very comfortable. Very, very comfortable. He, international, internet, famous international, international Ren. We will be back next week with the Royal Rumble breakdown, the recap. As always, I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. Sitting here with my tag team partners, Big Ren, the legendary, and Dev the Hill Dude. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. And together we are the new day. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Salute.